the State of the Heart podcast, episode number four, and today we have some special guests, but first of all, my regular, amazing, fantastic co-host, Watergate, say hey, buddy, what's going on? Hi, how's it going? It's good, man. It's good to be back. It's going good. Been working a lot this month. I'm very excited. No content being out, but how about you? Oh, yeah, no no content for me (laughs) at all. <laughs> just the Wayfinder project. Just the Wayfinder project. Super special. Just a gigantic, you know, monumental effort <laughs> that's going to help out the entire Kingdom Hearts community. Just that thing. It's a, it's been, yeah, it's fun. It's been yeah. You but had yeah, it. Here, I'm folks. really excited to introduce our uh, our two guests. Who? You guys want to say hello? Oh. Uh, the Super Spaghetti Bros. Woo. Hello. Yeah, dude, I was holding my breath that whole time. I was about to pass out. I was like, oh god, I don't want to make any noises. <laughs> Don't make me hold my breath for like three minutes. I think I broke the world record. Oh my god! He actually does that on our podcast too. I told him he doesn't have to, but he just holds his breath my whole intro until I say hello to him. So, but yeah. it, they're separate recordings, Jason. You don't have to do that. It gets me in the zone. <laughs> You're a little high from just holding your breath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, much. that fear of almost dying really, uh, really gets him excited for the podcast. Gets you in the podcast <laughs> right. in the mood. Yeah, hell yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. But thank, thank you, you guys for having us, having us on. Yeah. Wow. We just said the same thing at the same time. That was crazy. Uh, we, we're <laughs> we're like big fans. <laughs> we're 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 uh, we're really big fans, and uh, we I, I I like being on other people's podcasts because then I don't have to be in charge. Except. <laughs> Except on this one, I've had to be. But no, no, yeah, no, it's great to have you guys on. I, like, you guys were very inspirational to me to like, get my butt in gear and, and uh, talk with Damo about starting a podcast. So, I've been Thank listening you. to your guys' oh, podcast for like cool. years. I don't know. It might not be years. It's felt like a well, really long time. Uh, I'm always a fan yeah. of you guys. We are factually the longest running Kingdom Hearts podcast. I don't yes. know if you guys know that. I am aware. Yes. It is a true fact. <laughs> factually correct, if you will, that we are yes. the longest running. So it makes sense Definitely that you've been real. listening for a couple of years, you know. Well on that note, yeah. do you guys want to introduce yourselves and tell us what you what you do? Uh yeah, Jay, why don't you go first? Well, my name is Jason. Um, I'm an alcoholic, and, uh, I play a lot of, <laughs> a lot of video games, and, yeah, we have the podcast about Kingdom Hearts and some report, and, uh, we also have a bunch of other podcasts, I'll let Mike talk about his, but I also have, like, a Rings of Power podcast, Second Breakfast, and, yeah, I just really like games and Kingdom Hearts, I guess, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, me too, uh, man. <laughs> My name is is Michael. Hello, I'm, I'm Michael. Jason's older brother, and we do the Ansem Report podcast together. Like he said, uh, the longest running Kingdom Hearts podcast, the podcast of champions, if you will. <laughs> um, and uh, I also do a couple other podcasts with some other people. You know, like Squid Game. Do Kingdom Hearts fans like Squid Game? I, I don't. I've really enjoyed listening to that. Well, thank you, Squid thank Pro you. Quo. Squid Pro Quo, the Squid Game podcast, and then we got a BoJack Horseman podcast. We do we do podcasting, but we also stream a lot on Twitch and do a lot of um, different fun stuff with that. And uh, just, we just you know we like having fun. And uh, I, I uh, important to this conversation we're gonna have. I think I used to uh, speed run Kingdom Hearts three quite a bit, mm. and I'm I'm yeah. officially retired. I announced my retirement, um, but. I was I was top twenty when I stopped I think right yeah. top twenty five maybe I don't remember that sounds right, right. it was either top twenty or top twenty five I think I, I was twenty fourth I think that was my 
Mm. When, when at the time of my very public, very messy retirement, um, <laughs> I was I was twenty fourth in in the world. That's right. And stay tuned. Is, yeah. And stay tuned, Michael Just fans, all- for an exclusive tease about the ret- <clears throat> potential return to <laughs> speedrunning. You know, at the end of this episode, yeah, ooh, somewhere in this episode, ooh. you got to listen to the entire thing. To, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> before people, I know there's people listening to this that are like, "Well, wait." What difficulty did you run it on? It was beginner. I just want to I just want to put that out there before people try to, you know, say something crazy to me. It was beginner, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. Cuz <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 on critical mode is a nightmare. It's, so. yeah, I don't think it's made for All right. All right, all right, all right. So, I'll introduce I'll introduce it and then we'll get into it. Okay. So, <laughs> basically, we had the idea What's of thinking like, okay, I I come at the series from a very like a couple of different ways. Like I love, I really do love the gameplay. Um, and obviously I'm hugely into the lore as well. Uh, but there are obviously a million different ways to play this game and different people take different things from it. Um, including like yeah. really difficult challenge runs, like a lot of which is self-imposed. And of course, like speed running, which is huge in the gaming community in general, but it's also has a quite large presence within the kingdom Hearts community. And we thought, why not reach out to our good friends, Mike and Jay, and see what they have to say as perspectives as actual speedrunners or former speedrunners at the very least. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I should say I ran KH2 and 3. Yeah. I wasn't as good as Mike at 3, but I ran KH2 also. Thank you for game. finally admitting that. I've been waiting for him <laughs> to tell me that for years. You can clip it. <laughs> all right, I can drop the facade that we we're even recording anything at all here. Cut, cut that out, please, Damo. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, this was all there this is was no all podcast. Bit, so Jason would admit that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> But you guys My have actually something disassembles around me. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have actually um, something exciting coming up on your Twitch channel, right? Yeah, we're yeah. doing our first ever subathon on starting December thirteenth, um, and we're gonna if we get enough, you know, every, every sub adds ten minutes, and if we get enough, we'll go all the way till the eighteenth. So it's like one hundred and twenty hours. Um, wow. in, in that time, uh, we are going to be playing. We're, we're going to be starting with Kingdom Hearts Recoded. Because it's a game that Jason and I have <laughs> never played before. Actually, we've watched never. the movie and we know about it, but we've actually yeah, never like I watched played. all the cutscenes. Yeah, Man. we've never played Recoded, so we're gonna play through that to start, and then we're gonna see where it takes us. There might be some speed running involved. There'll definitely be more Kingdom Hearts, um, and among other games. Uh, we have like a an election we're doing for mod for moderator on our Twitch channel, uh, yeah. uh, which yep. is yep. exciting. Um, and we got a lot of fun stuff that rigged, we're gonna. By the way. Un- <laughs> yeah, it's rigged. I don't know who's going to win. Uh, <laughs> but we got a lot of other fun stuff we're doing related to how many subs are given uh, because it's not just about adding the time. There's there's going to be a lot of cool stuff with that. So we're really excited about it. Um, we, we, do a, we do a charity stream every year that's like a marathon stream, and we have a lot of fun with that. And this is bigger and crazier than that we've ever done with that because we like doing weird big events on twitch and so uh yeah we're pretty excited for that and especially recorded because i've never experienced the game before other than watching yeah, the i watched uh, preferred whale scenes. six shout out a little bit that's the only the only little bit of gameplay i've really seen mm, right yeah. man i'm so i'm so excited for you guys to enjoy recoded and experience that game Dude, that, I'm gonna be really pissed so off if the Roxas cutscene doesn't hit like everybody says it does, dude. I'm gonna yeah, be mad. See that? Well, the fact that you even know that that's gonna happen, like, already kind of pulls you out of the 
experience. Oh, here, com- here comes water with his spoiler <laughs> talk. Here spoilers. we go. <laughs> water hates spoilers, everybody. Don't. don't oh, your entire water. life's made up of experiences, and so if you have those things ruined or take like it okay no this isn't, what, this isn't our topic <laughs> <laughs> oh man so i like kingdom yeah, hearts no. for the story but <laughs> <laughs> all right so i don't know let's you let's like start it's like kingdom hearts story critical yeah. mode what do you guys like about it what's your favorite part about <laughs> uh my favorite part about kingdom hearts 3 critical mode is that it didn't exist when the game launched <laughs> uh you know, That's I, true. I, I'm not against critical mode. I think it's I think it's pretty decently balanced in KH2. Um, I can't speak for the other games a ton because one doesn't I have. I think it's pretty it. balanced in BBS as well. Yeah, really? I, I have never played BBS on critical, but I, yeah. I will say that on KH3, it's definitely not balanced, and um, I, th- uh, I, I especially the level one version of it, which it seems to be the version that people want everybody to play. Right. Um, I, I, I've watched people play level one crit and even that is not enjoyable. Like just watching someone struggle with it. Like uh shout out to Tatsumaki who I've watched play it multiple times and it just mm-hmm. does not look fun. It It's not something that the game was designed with in mind. I think, I think the development team was probably surprised that people were like, Hey, where's critical mode, which they shouldn't have been. But, um, so they kind of just, slapped it together i think and right. it just it's not what it needs to be I, I like i said on kingdom Hearts 2 i think it's pretty balanced um yeah that seems to be but, the, everybody's most like you know once if you think of you know critical mode your first thought is like level one crit cage 2 fm speed runs i feel like or you know runs right. of yeah yeah that um and i think there's just like this weird like and we've talked about this on our podcast before but i think there's just this weird stigma with like playing the game on anything other than that uh jason we had this stream where famously a uh another someone else in the kingdom hearts community after jason beat yozora for the first time came in and said now do it level one this is like the week that it came out as well (laughs) right like 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 two days after it came out yeah now beat it level one and like not joking (laughs) not not in a meme kind of way which you would expect more like a i don't think that what you did was uh an achievement in any way you should not right. do it on the hardest thing or it doesn't count kind of way uh and and i've seen that sentiment a lot in the kid of hearts community and i don't quite understand yeah how this game that was designed for kids you know which admittedly it has a fan base that's not just children like i'm not you know did I'm you just call this a I'm, kids game I'm, I'm a grown man and i love kid of hearts <laughs> and I, I love the not gameplay yet. and I, I love the story and everything um, but it's, you know, it started as a game for kids. It was supposed to be like the Mario of Square Enix, you know what I mean? Right. Or Squaresoft at the time. And it's become this, like, I don't know, th- this thing where the, the gameplay and the difficulty of the gameplay matters so much to people. And I, I don't quite understand where it, where that came from. I feel like where it came right, from is like Devil May Cry. It's probably KH2FM is what spawns that, right? Like, you have this quote-unquote ultimate version yeah. of the game, the director's cut version with critical mode, a shitload of extra bosses and the ability to play it on level one. And all of a sudden, like for a game that you could probably get, like a lot of the people could get through by just basically button mashing. I know that's the, um, you know, ultimate criticism of coach to mash X, whatever. But like all of a sudden they answer that criticism with like, oh, okay, well, if you want to, 
here is the actual like mode that will test all the limits of the game like test your actual skill with it if you want to go crazy with it you can here's the option to do it which then morphed into like holy shit this is really fun and i don't know if that i'd like to believe the sentiment initially started with oh no but it's actually really fun if you give it a chance and then we'll actually try and play it on this level which then warped into this is now the only way to play it and you're a fool if you don't play it like this and you're missing out and there's no nuance in the take anymore. It's like crit or nothing. What do you? <laughs> crit or nothing. Well, I yeah. think what kind of made it evolve in that way is that at first it wasn't available, right? right? Like it, it, at least if you're in the like the Western world or whatever, you know, like it wasn't available. You had to see somebody who was playing it in Japanese and just knew what what the words meant because they were playing on like a modded PlayStation or something, you know. Mm. And so, I think that allure helped to like really shoot up like oh this means a lot like this is something that you can't normally do right um but then once the remasters came out and everything then it became available to everybody and i i think what ended up happening is that because playing on crit like when it first was a thing seemed so insane and so hard and then as more and more people were doing it and as more and more normalized crit well, now you have to take it up to another level of level one in order right. to feel like you accomplished sure, something, sure. right? So then I think that's what tuned it up even more. So now it's like, oh, you beat on crit? That's cute. You know, like, <laughs> I, I think that's one. just how it ended up evolving, you know, as, yeah. as a lot of things do. I like to believe okay. that there's some level of like trying to have a shared camaraderie with people there to be like, yeah, we went through this experience together, even though it's video games, but the shared experience of like, mm-hmm. yeah, we were in the... We did it, you know, we beat it at crit level one, you know, there was, we do feel like accomplished. Like figuring out the strats, that's really cool, yeah. But. Like, I remember when KH3 first came out, I, I wanted to speedrun it right away, and like, just watching a ton of different speedrunners trying out different things, and figuring out different strats, and people being like, oh yeah, if you try this out, like in people's chats and stuff, and people trying to figure out what you could do, was really, really cool. Um, but it's really weird that it's like kind of, felt like it like turned into a well it's not crit level one <laughs> right oh i'm like curious. In, 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 that's not even just like a, a feeling either if you go look at the number of 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 people who have done a lot of like crit playthroughs compared to anything else like i think standard and proud are in like a weird spot because they're kind of the the middling like you either want to play it on the easiest and do it the fastest or play it on the hardest and do it the fastest right right yeah yes but crit definitely has more runs than beginner. So, yeah. Talking about speed running now, yeah. Like, if you're going to go for a category, yeah, it's like, I'm assuming that's it. You either go for a beginner, and in theory, that's the absolute fastest possible time, right? Like, beginner with the lowest difficulty, the lowest amount of health, the most damage from Sora. Right. In theory, that should be the ultimate fastest time versus crit, which yeah, in theory yeah. should be the ultimate challenge. Like, I'm assuming, again, I haven't consumed much speed running content, but. I'm assuming one mistake can be pretty fatal and you have to be not maybe necessarily more precise because I'm sure there are a lot of tricks, even a beginner that require a lot of precision and you have to be careful with your item management and your spell casting, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. um, Kingdom Hearts one is a good example of that. Like Kingdom Hearts one level one proud, like you're not safe and also have very limited tools at the same right, time. Right, right, right. Yeah, I feel like that's how it is for Cage 3. 
well at least it might like limited experience of playing critical mode on <laughs> on kh3 it just feels like you're hit once and then you're dead you know you don't have, really have much i mean i guess if you're like leveling up you get more defense and stuff and you can put some items on but it, it definitely feels like you know you get one shot otherwise you got to retry the battle well right. and there's there's fights in there that are so like um i'm trying to think of a good word but uh the the vulture right just yeah clearly not designed for that kind of gameplay mm. yep and to the point where they even lowered the health that that boss possesses right because it's it's with one of the last patches they did for KH3 they did that and oh, it's okay. just um and even then though it is still just like <laughs> a a danger filled long-winded fight that doesn't need to be that way and mm -hmm. um it, it that's like kind of the Kingdom Hearts 3 experience actually I I was thinking about this recently because I watched uh Regular Pat, shout out to Regular Pat, his video on ranking every boss in Kingdom Hearts 3, yeah. And he talks about the Vulture a lot in there, and it, it's it's how I feel about a lot of the bosses in KH3, where they don't really have, like, a ton of variety, and a lot of them are just beat, beat them up, beat them up, beat them up, beat them up, which is kind of Kingdom Hearts, but it's... Well, they this kind game of, definitely... Yeah. That, that, that's why, like, I say when it... I don't think they planned to have critical mode until they, there was, like, an outcry of people that wanted it. I, I don't think they wanted to do that well, in I this think game. In, and then they said, why not? I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, in the files, like, crit exists, like, you know, for the abilities, like, the V bonus or victory bonuses. Like, they have, like, auto triggers on those uh, abilities you get so that, like, if you're on critical mode, you'll receive it. So I, I feel like they planned it but they didn't release it on time because you know it wasn't balanced but then they just kind of mm. had to because like everybody's that like makes well, sense. we want it now it's like e yeah but i definitely feel yeah, like i hate the vulture amen <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah i feel like the the fights in cage 3 especially at least from my perspective seem much more cinematic like you're much more like i don't know everybody everybody's gonna hate the you know it, it's more like final fantasy to me like you have these gigantic bosses as opposed to like these humanoid characters like you know you're no longer fighting well, i guess you fight barbo uh, or not barbosa you fight uh what's his name davy jones Davey jones yeah davy <laughs> um but like most of the time you're fighting like these these massive like skull and the vulture and stuff like that. like they're 10 times your size and so i feel like they focus more on like the theatrics of the battle, like like the wow factor because like right when i was going through cage three the first time it's like man these are so cool like i'm right. fighting this massive creature and like uh you're doing all these like you're stopping the moon from crashing the ground like it's more cinematic and more focused on like the aesthetics as opposed to like uh reaction commands which i feel like cage two right you i feel like it's kind of similar but you do have like and i could be wrong in this because right i don't i don't focus a lot on the gameplay but it's more like you know you have these different drive forms and they're limited as opposed to cage three you have like the other forms that you can just keep on regenerating and then like cage two you're doing a lot of cinematic battles like with, with triangle so it kind of like makes it feel like more engaging almost as opposed to you know in cage three you're just doing like the beat-em-ups and then you sometimes have like the uh you know the stop the moon from crashing or hop on the vulture's back but it's much more yeah. infrequent compared to Kingdom Hearts 2 where it feels like basically every enemy has a reaction command associated with it. 
exactly yeah yeah you can just mash x to get through it but if you're clever and you block at the right time or you do a parry or you dodge whatever it is you can find a window to exploit that mm-hmm. and get a unique command to the enemy which does feel like even though they're fundamentally the same you know they're a dude with a health bar and you're going to beat the crap out of it it does break it up a little well, bit where you can feel like okay i need to do this to beat this particular guy right well and maybe my mind is warped because i ran kh3 so much but you you're absolutely right water that they went for a spectacle more than just like hey beat up this guy in a cloak again all right. Uh, which is which is really cool. And I, and to to your point, I remember playing through the first time and being like, "Man, this is so cool. Skull, mm-hmm. you brought down the the freaking sun Verum or the moon Rex. or whatever." Yeah. Verum <laughs> Rex, you know. But then you you get into and I think I think this is part of the reason why there is um in in the community, especially in the challenge runner speedrun community, there's a kind of a negative connotation with KH3 as compared to 2 or even 1, and that's because there are things that seem like if you're just playing the game for that reason, there are things that are designed, at least it seems that way, to just waste your time, right? Right, yeah. Right, well, if, I'm, if I'm fighting Skull, it's like, oh my god, like there's yeah. a reason there's, <laughs> that you can skip his DM because otherwise it's just such a waste of your time. But you're playing it casually or for the first time, you're like, oh, this is the coolest thing ever, right? Yeah, and yeah. I think speedrunning the game has warped my mind a bit on that where I'm thinking of the negative way to see Skull as opposed to that is actually a really cool fight so right and i feel like in previous games right like there's always a way to exploit the ai which now you now that you've shifted from like a custom-made engine you're now in like unreal where they have like ai like you have better i wouldn't say but i don't know custom and it's hard to i would say better ai i would say better (laughs) but like (laughs) right because like i would probably say better ai on average even even not comparing like kingdom hearts to kingdom hearts just overall yeah yeah because like that's their purpose i guess is to make like a game engine that you can just pick up and use but right i feel like with unreal you have like these gates right like you have like all right once you get to like 75 percent, like it's a hard cutoff you have like they have to do this move they make it invulnerable and then like i feel like in previous games like they either were learning right because i guess that's not engine based uh but right you can like use what is it ultimate firaga or what, what ultimate form or what is it final Firaza? form final form <laughs> not a true gamer uh like final form fire fire aga or whatever in cage two right it doesn't like decrease their uh what's it called their retaliation yeah or that there's or some number i guess it. internally yeah 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 so you can like really easily exploit that as opposed to like in cage three like there isn't really like, I feel like it was designed to not be exploited. And, you know, and you're going to exploit it, right? Every game, you're going to be able to, like, get out of Toy Box early by getting a Gygus or whatever. And uh, it's, yeah, like, every game's going to be exploitable. But I feel like they focused more on making, like, and I guess it's kind of, you have to. Like, it's all event-driven. You have all these different cutscenes that are now in-game, in-engine, uh, like, in, like, real-time. So you kind of have to make it a bit more locked down. Does that make sense? I don't know. But I really enjoy the yeah. fights in Cage Three. Like, I, like, and I think that's because I do enjoy. Not, maybe not. I don't like replaying things. So like, once I get my like, you know, to me, Cage Three is not replayable. It is, but not as much as like you know, people that do Cage Two or Cage One speedruns all the time. Like, I feel like it's not as friendly in that way. And obviously, right, I'm looking at this like with the bird's eye view. I'm not in the in the community culture. 
So it's like, to me, you know, there's like, it's made for the spectacle. It's made for the, the average enjoyer. And it's not, you know, you can't like exploit uh, things as much. But Mike probably could, you could probably speak more to what's exploitable and what's, <laughs> you know, there's probably heaps yeah. of stuff I don't know about that. I mean, like yes and no. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just like that you're implying Kingdom Hearts 3 is for the blue collar Kingdom Hearts enjoyer, you know? <laughs> Wait, what's the, 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 what does the, that mean? The sweat, just the, the hard working, roll your sleeves up, sweat, sweat on your brow, brow yeah. Kingdom Hearts <laughs> fan. Yeah. Mm hmm. Hell yeah. It's definitely not time to deal with no final form Faraga, brother. <laughs> yeah. I love I love cracking open a Miller Lite when I get home and enjoying some Cage 3. That's not what I was implying. <laughs> At least that's what everyone purpose. heard. Yeah, that's what everyone heard. I actually, I already have a couple uh, notifications on Twitter where people are asking me about this. Because I'm live streaming this, by the way. Ah, uh, yeah. Nice. On Twitter. <laughs> You're live tweeting? No, no, no. I'm live oh, streaming, live streaming on, on Twitter. Yeah, people nice. can hear you right now. Say hello to my 10 followers. Nice. Hi, Twitter. Blue? Is that a blue feature? Yeah, I, I have a check mark. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, it, I, you know, there's some things that you can exploit, but I think I think what you're trying to say in, in, in the same way is like KH2 is just older and it's been around a lot longer. <laughs> and exactly. It's, yeah. it's a worse game. And That's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> not falling for that trap. <laughs> no, it, it's it. There's definitely a lot more things to exploit in KH2 because uh, it's just it's been around that much longer. And I think even if you took if for somehow KH2 and KH3, the same exact games they are now released at the same time, people just like KH2 as a speed game more, and so there's just more people playing it. So. Yeah. I, I don't think KH3 will ever become the same way KH2 is where they have all these different tricks to get through all these different things. And th and, and that's kind of why I didn't want to run KH2 is because I feel like everything's mapped out, right? Like, for KH3? No, for KH2. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, from when I started solved. running KH3 to, to, to now, there have been more strategies uncovered. Where KH2, it's like, hey, it, there are some people like finding some stuff out you know but it's it's more or less like in this fight you pop final form you do exactly this many fires you do yes. this many things and then you win right and if you fuck it up yeah sure it's it, can i can i cuss on this show i didn't ask that yeah yes sure i didn't like the hesitation <laughs> i didn't like the hesitation there but like if if you f it up uh you know you can't <laughs> You, that's it, right? But that's how you do it. So it's just here's a strat. KH two speedrunning is learning a bunch of strategies, and KH three speedrunning is that is similar, but there's still things people are finding out to shave like seconds or minutes, even. You know what I mean? And no, it's because yeah. it just doesn't get as much play, and it's not as popular of a speed game, and it hasn't been out as long. So that's why I wanted when I started, like I was like, I'm gonna speedrun a Kingdom Hearts game. I wanted to do three. Right. Um, I'm I'm, I'm kind of curious actually to go off on a little tangent. Um. Because, right, as you said, KH2 is kind of figured out, and then all these runners are now running it, and then KH3 comes along, and there's not as many people discovering... C and I won't say that, like, no one was looking for this, but it seems like people almost wait until it is solved, and then go for the top record times, as Some opposed to... Some people do, yeah. Right, I'm, yeah, I'm speaking in generalities, uh, but, like, I, I wish more people that spent the time looking for the answers got more of the credit 
Yeah. Like there's it's kind of like some I mean, strats that you'll see in speedrunning where they're named after the person that found it or like something like that. Right, but, right. And people who are involved involved in that will sometimes you'll know, okay, yeah, th- this person figured out this or whatever. Right. right. It just depends on this like how much time is saved on this or like how insane is this strat and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but um Yeah. No, I, I get what you mean with like you know they they found they figured out this thing that they they should get credit for it or whatever. But if they found out something that was like so op that it saved like a ton of time, that means that at one point they were probably like world record holder <laughs> at least right. for a little bit because yeah, of that yeah. strat. And then people felt were like, okay, yeah, you found this out, yoink! Yeah. Now I got the world record. You know, <laughs> I <so>. found this. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, I would say like a speed it's like thing in general too yeah 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 with as far as like cage two and like you know being able to exploit it versus cage three it's very like with cage two there are a lot of things where oh this messes up the frame rate so therefore you can do this or uh like because there's so many different types of damage or whatever like for example faraga the animation is just like goes completely differently on final form and so like therefore it just does like less in general right even though it does insane damage like the okay the the risk reward or whatever is is completely different and there and there's other things like genie uh and then he has all he has all the forms and stuff so there's, there's crazy stuff that you can do with those and it's just like the game, whether it's the frame rate that adds like more ticks to the damage for you or like makes it like proc multiple times per frame or second or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's a lot more things like that um, where there is some like frame rate stuff with KH3, but it's more just, OK, are you running this on a PC? OK, you can do this strat because of the frame rate. Or right. are you running this on a PlayStation? OK, you do this strat, right? Yeah. But. I think there's much more. Uh, I, I don't know how to word it. Like, well, I guess there's more less bullshit. I guess like I don't. I don't know <laughs> what else. Well, right. what I guess else with, to call it. With Cage Two, you have like the more. All right, Cage One probably more game breaking things. I guess right. I like say. you have like the very specific like oh yeah, this is it was coded this way so I can do this, but I guess now that they're using like Unreal, it's more like you know there's not as many exploitable like physics and stuff like that because it, it yeah. is so robust and like a commercial product at that point like you can't have that in every game so like they gotta patch that stuff out yeah well and then yeah there's that part of modern gaming where it's like if there was like a bug in kingdom hearts 2 the original Mm -hmm. it didn't get patched there was no such thing as a patch right Right. so like whatever was exploitable is just exploitable period and any type of patch that happens won't like fix something or accidentally break something else or whatever until you get to like final mix and then okay now this is a whole nother set of rules right and things we can break or whatever right yeah, Whereas yeah. now with modern gaming it's like you could figure out this crazy insane strat and then the developers patch it out because they don't like speed running <laughs> or like that, yeah, and that I happens. understood that argument i guess for me yeah. it's like and it comes back to like the whole entitlement of the mat like as a gamer you, i don't know you don't really hold any rights in terms of what like because like right the developers made it so they have an intended way to play it so like right if they patch something i i don't know it's like 
well i can see both sides right because i was watching a lot of uh oats and goats he does like a lot of um metroid speed runs uh and yeah, i yeah. were watching really closely during the dread period where they like patched this like really obscure bug where you could like uh it's like you dash or you, it's uh, shine spark i think but then you like can like go towards because it's like a 2d game but you can like it's like it's basically 3d but they like have you on like a two yeah and so like they patched this really obscure glitch you could do that kind of would like let you break the game like really badly um and then they patched it and everybody was like really upset and like like well, one of those added, bugs, if i remember correctly it added like an hour to the time or something like that it, it was, was something like, like, yeah yeah it was ridiculous um, the patch and the patch like you I think the patch notes oh yeah you could not find it if you didn't know what you were doing basically. exactly that's yeah like, and so i guess that's what it I'm was a speed at. run it trick, that's yeah. it yeah and so like if it when, happens in like a normal playthrough that's one thing yeah. yeah well i think that was their argument the developers they were saying hey you know we don't want this to impact normal gameplay so we're gonna patch it and everybody was like you you can't find this on normal like you have to be doing this specific thing which at that point i feel like that's a bit excessive but if there's something like you know fire does like i don't know 30 times the damage if you're in this particular animation it's for like yeah i feel like you can you know if you patch that yeah the speedrunner is going to be upset but you know the intended way of playing it gets fixed from the developer standpoint like it's a much different like obviously that didn't happen in cage but it's like it's kind of like one of those situations where it's like if something can happen to the normal user that's experiencing the game for the first time you do want to patch that experience because at the end you want them to experience the game you created and if something bugs that out then i mean i get you could like just stay on that patch if you wanted to use that ex- exploit but this di- like t- day and age it's like you can't really down patch as easy especially on a console yeah you just keep it at that current what? version right like there are different leaderboards dedicated just to like turn all right, the right we're on 1.6 <laughs> for this game all right we're on 1.8 and yeah you have, literally have different yeah. leaderboards which again is more complicated on a console but certainly doable mm-hmm. and certainly popular for a lot of like very very popular speed rank games yeah This dead air is brought to you by speedrunning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to Oats and Goats because Water's right. He's a good speedrunner and a good guy. What sort of attracted yeah, you re- to speedrunning in the first place? Not to me. Uh, so it's but, yeah. it's really funny, actually. Uh, I there's this uh, Kingdom Hearts or former Kingdom Hearts speedrunner. You guys may have heard of him named Bloody Biscuit. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. And oh, which one? He, oh wait. No, 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 not yeah. Bizkit, bloody, bloody yeah, yeah. Bizkit. Uh, BB, if you if you're nasty, and he, uh, <laughs> I I started I I discovered um, GDQ games done quick GDQ yeah. and started looking through like I think I saw some some other speed run and I was like whoa that's cool I go I wonder if there's a Kingdom Hearts one, so I searched through like their different like uh you know videos and I saw him playing Cage Two. And uh, specifically the video where he does the data fights in KH2 in an insane amount of time. And and the way he deals with Zigbar in particular, with with Duck Flare, and um, I remember just being like, holy cow, (laughs) like that's insane. Like that's so cool. And then, you know, I got really into GGQ for a little bit where I was watching every event and watching a bunch of different games get get speedruns of them. And I was like, you know what, it'd be cool to do that someday. Uh, but I never in my head was like, 
I can do this, right? Because I, I don't know. I, I, it was never something where I was like, there's a, I can get good enough at this. And so I was like starting trying to look for games where I was like, this is an easy speed run. I'm going to do this, right? And then mm-hmm. uh, I just, you know, Jason started running KH3 right when it uh, came out. And I didn't I, realize like, that. Yeah. He basically, yeah, it what, it was like out. a month after Jay? Yeah. Yeah. So he started running it and got pretty frustrated with it. Uh, after a while, I think yeah. it was during yeah. our first charity stream. He said, "I'm never doing this again," because he, yeah, he missed yeah. something. There was and just he like felt so many. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to, I want to hit a certain time, and then it, it was like frustrating. But with Cage Three, I just didn't really like the things that weren't like the base gameplay part of it, right? Like Verum Rex. Like right. I would never, ever, ever want to run Verum Rex. Like if, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm good, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, um, I learned pretty much everything about the run because our, our original goal was, oh, that would be cool if we could go to GDQ, right? Yeah. And I, I would sit on the couch and Jason would run the game, right? Because, you know, I, I'm a decent enough uh, guy at saying words. You know, I could explain everything. But in order to explain everything, I have to know how everything works. True. And so a certain amount of time after he stopped doing it, I said, you know what? I'm going to start doing this. Um, and I got uh my because i had gotten my kingdom hearts ps4 pro like the kingdom hearts edition i got lucky okay just rub it in my face (laughs) yeah (laughs) because i had the ssd (laughs) in it so the loads were faster yeah i was like i'm gonna start running this game uh and because case three loads were terrible yeah Yeah, that that was a big issue and it wasn't out on pc yet obviously so uh you know there was there was that whole thing so i was just like okay if i can get these loads down i'll feel good about doing this and then i started doing it and then eventually i'd transferred to my ps5 which had even faster loads mm-hmm. um and you know i just i i liked it a lot uh the reason i stopped was because i don't have enough time i i hit a plateau where i you know had the, i had a really good run the day sora got announced for smash we streamed would. that <laughs> we streamed that and then we i did a run right after and i just it was like you know a, a personal best the for power me. of just, kingdom hearts dude it was a really good run like everything <laughs> right. went right um and i just didn't have the time to put in the practice to beat that run um because kingdom hearts you know it's a, like a you know if, you, if you're pretty good at it it's like a three hour speed run maybe two and a half if you're like world record worthy mm-hmm. and i was just above three hours and man the amount of times i had to restart and go like oh uh you know, oh, do I have time to do it? Like, even even if this goes well, this is going to be three hours of my life and my stream time, and I just didn't have that time to dedicate to it. And so then it was frustrating because it was like, I'm not getting any better, but I can't do anything about it because I just don't have that kind of time. Yeah, and like uh, as a unless I just dedicate too, everything to too. Kingdom Hearts three, right? If if I go, hey Jay, kick rocks, we're not going to stream together anymore. I'm just going to run KH three <laughs> from now on. I could have done that. <laughs> I didn't want to do that. Right. So I decided instead of being really frustrated with myself about it, I would uh, stop. Oh, and you um, had the initial goal of getting like who was it? What tw- top twenty-five or something? Yeah, I had the initial goal of it was beating Bloody Biscuit actually, who's not a KH3 oh, okay. speedrunner, but he was like no, top no, fifty or something, you know. And then uh, Tatsu and I kind of had a rivalry where we were going back and forth trading times, and that was fun. And right. then he kind of stopped, so that I didn't really have a a reason to go other than. I met my goal, and I wanted to get back. I Both wanted to get top ten. Much, yeah. um, mm-hmm. I wanted to get top ten, but that that run on the day Sora got announced was just so good, and yeah. I, it was really tough for me to beat it. And so I never did. 
Um, I still get the itch sometimes to go, I could just, I could just play KH3 <laughs> right now, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I really do like speedrunning as a, um, as a, a stream vehicle, at least. Like, uh, I don't think I'd sit here by myself and run KH3. Well, you're not having to reset, yeah. Right, <laughs> right. But I, I, I do like it as, like, and I think we, we gained a lot of growth in our Twitch channel. When I was doing, like, late night runs, people would stop in. And yeah. Well, know, I remember we, watching those a lot. Probably because right. it fit with my time. Like, I'd just get off work or whatever, and you'd still be streaming. Right. And um, I remember there were people, like, uh, uh, there's this, actually, this is kind of a funny story. So, uh, Lands of Masters, you got, everybody, oh, yeah, everybody should Lands. know Lands. If you, if you don't know Lands, you should. Uh, he was tweeting about some UFC fighters who were brothers, and their name, their last name, they were like Russian or something, was similar to Spike Getty. <laughs> and so he he tweeted, man, the so, so-and-so brothers, blah, 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 blah. And someone else tweeted at his tweet and said, man, oh, those guys, I love their, their KH3 speedruns. <laughs> and Lance was like, um, I know who you're talking about. I'm talking about UFC fighters. Yeah. And he went, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is so funny like that someone's like, I love their speed runs, and that's yeah. how they know us because typically it's from our podcast. So, um, Right, right. Yeah, I, I really liked that as like a stream vehicle, but I, I don't think I would just sit there and speed run a game if I wasn't planning on streaming it and, and interacting with people while I did it, you know? Yeah, well, I think that's most... Maybe maybe not most. I I'm sure it started as you know like yeah I've watched a whole bunch of like Mario Kart history of like you know they would just spend hours and hours trying to get that time attack down and you know you'd be sharing like either pictures or like your leaderboard times back when you know streaming wasn't a thing but now that like streaming is a thing I feel like it's like you have to be stream like you have to be uh, if you're a speedrunner in the community you have to be streaming it otherwise you know it could be doctored or or fake or something like it's so, such a different time i feel like if you're gonna put the time you'd in actually there. be surprised how many people just speed run and they don't stream and they think people they don't necessarily think all people who stream and speed run are like hacks but they they were like well they're just doing it for clout where i'm like it's like a whole nother level of speed running I know that. like yeah i'm i'm a real speed runner this guy just streams it right <laughs> there actually is that kind of subset interesting of people. yeah yeah it, it's wow. pretty insane <laughs> and like yeah. you should know who i am based on my time on the leaderboard and right stuff. yes yeah exactly well, well it's even it's hard to even like it you know if you're not in the spotlight like if you, if you don't have like a presence on like streaming or or content creation or something i feel like it is hard to get your like name out there like even like yeah. right if you had the best time but you don't stream or you don't make have like this online twitter presence or just presence in general then it's like no one's not i mean no one's like no one's gonna know <laughs> so it's kind of difficult i feel like in terms well, of that's i think speed running is also yeah they're not doing it for clout that's the point they're doing guess, it just yeah. because they're the best <laughs> yeah well i think speedrunning also leads well into keeping like a consistent stream schedule or something yeah. right like okay i know i'm gonna stream like five hours i can get in like that leads me like okay i can at least get one run in and then i can end stream or i can practice some stuff after or like even if i get like halfway into a run i can still reset if the run dies and still be able to go again right um but yeah i, th I think the funnest part of speedrunning is is learning it's another way to enjoy the game right like you're talking about like replayability mm -hmm. and like you know 
you have your basic, like, you know, playing it on the different difficulties. Say you started on beginner, then you worked up to standard, proud, and you're like, okay, now I'm finally going for critical. And then now you're like, okay, well, I've kind of beaten the game in, like, every way. And then there's, like, you know, like, platinum trophies you can go for, achievements right. and stuff. But if you've done all that, it's like, well, I really like this game. Like, is there other ways I can do it? And that's why, like, challenge runs are really cool and speed runs are cool as well because you're learning things to the game that you would, like, never, ever know, right? Right. Like, I think it's... Especially guess, in, like, yeah, H2, cool like, playing it casually, I'd never use, like, summons. But 100%. summons are freaking dope. I think that's really the coolest that, part that's about the coolest speed part. running that sort of opens that door because it's really exactly what you said. Like, if you do your casual playthroughs and even your critical playthroughs, so on and so forth... You can still miss out on a tremendous amount of the mechanics in a Kingdom Hearts game because the game never forces yeah. you to interact with it. Yeah. I do remember like kind of going back to what Mike was saying, like watching the crustiest videos in the world on YouTube over a decade <laughs> ago at this point of these two biscuit guys who were beating these bosses that I'd never heard of before on this legendary final mm-hmm. version of the game and pulling off just insane techniques. And then you'd see a new video by some Japanese account you'd never heard of before and they've shaved off another five seconds off this previously like how the hell you know previously thought to be walled sold fight and now they're busting out you know the water-based keyblade on axel and they're doing these ridiculous blizzard combos and it's like oh i thought i knew this game i thought i was a huge kingdom hearts fan i am nothing i have no <laughs> i know nothing about this game evidently because this is where the skill ceiling is this is where like these guys understand the mechanics so in depth and i think the feeling that you get from that is like holy shit that is so cool I either want to learn how to do yeah. that or I'm just just happy to bear witness to it. And I guess looping back to like really back to the start, I, I do wonder if there's an aspect of trying to share that with other people that does kind of get corrupted in the sense of like, if you if you play only on beginner, let's say for example, in, in the purest, hardest way, you're like, okay, I know this person is not going to get the most out of this game because there's a really cool boss here, but the game's not going to make you learn it at all. You know, you can mash X and by the time you need to cure again, by the time they've chipped your health bar away, your MP bar is full again, you hit cure, no worries, you don't have to think at all. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh God, I love the series so much and I love the boss design so much and I'd love for you to get what I'm getting out of it. Like how cool I know this boss is and you know when it's, when it's at its peak, it's really, really fun to solve it and feel like you've accomplished something and to see you playing it on beginner is like, oh, that, yeah, great, you're having fun. We're all having fun, that's awesome. And the message just gets corrupted into, well, but play it on crit, but play it on crit, but play it on crit. Like, not that because it's going to test your skills and you're going to get so much more out of it, it then becomes corrupted into, like, well, it's the only way to actually play. Skill, skill, right. skill, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, well, there's you, people who, like, right. definitely feel that way. And then other people who, like, don't get that that's why people feel that way. Like, yeah. they just take it the wrong way. Well, and right. I think that's probably, I mean, we talked about what we like about it but that's probably the worst part about speedrunning is like the hubris of it right and it it, it it you know it's like a it is a competition right there's a leaderboard mm-hmm. you want to try to be the best or you want to try to beat whatever your goal is or and so there you know people tend to you know get competitive and so they won't if they learn a new trick they might not necessarily tell people how to do it or uh you know just oh i'm gonna i figured this out so i'm naming this after myself kind of thing which is why like i would i would try to make not fun of that but like make light of it by going okay guys it's time for the water cage balcony skip right <laughs> you know because I it's like you're gonna say something <laughs> well okay so the story is i was speedrunning kingdom hearts 3 and there's that part when you go to fight uh, vanitas uh with aqua 
and you can, instead of walking down the hallway and up the stairs, you can just double jump onto the balcony and skip that whole run through, right? And it's so it's like it shaves off a couple seconds maybe or something. <laughs> and I remember seconds, yeah. I was talking about how the first time I saw that, I was like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. And Water comes in chat and goes, yeah, I did that on my first playthrough. Okay. I knew about it on my first playthrough, but I went uh, back so I wouldn't miss anything. Exactly. So yeah, that, I think it did the same thing. Yeah, yeah that, that's the thing. I remember I that so I thought I missed something. And yeah, so I was like, I, yeah. <laughs> so I just was like, I'm just going to call that the Water Cage Balcony skip yeah. from now on because I think that's so funny. Uh, but that, that, like, I would try to, like, because to me, it's like, yes, I have a goal I want to hit and I want to, I want to do well, but like, not at the expense of making other people feel weird or bad, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so if I can, you know, let's just all have a good time as opposed to, well, I discovered this trick first or I did this or I did, you know what I mean? And that, that stuff just gets so old to me and it's like, um, it's like the same kind of thing that happens, you know, we haven't talked about randomizers, but that's the same kind of thing that happens there where it's like, or, or water in any of like the modding communities that you've been involved with. Like, there's a lot of like, this is mine. I made this. Gimme, gimme. And it's like, yeah, just, can't we all just like enjoy this together? You know, well, I think, yeah, it's, it's, and it's weird coming from it from like a developer position. Cause it's like, in for me and critical, like we were so excited to be working on like this challenge like like a new way to play cage three right like it's not a new way to play cage because like you know cage two had you know the most famous not the most famous but you know at gdq i feel like that's where everybody kind of latched on to cage randomizers because i i think it was nintendo or someone that like did uh, a really big run on that and it was like that was my first experience with like i think even speed runs in general just watching that i was like oh that's so cool like you can like have this whole new experience as well as like beat the game really quickly because you can just like go in into any zone you want and it's just right. like yeah i kind of lost my thought but <laughs> i don't know yeah it's it's it, you were saying you, you and critic really were excited good. what's that you were saying you and critic were excited about working yeah. on it and creating this thing and it just it, yeah it quickly like became a chore almost because right people are so passionate to you know start running it and start you know like grafting it into their competitive uh genre and you know make it like take it to events and stuff and show it off like and like prepare for it and all and it's like it's really like we were really excited for that part too but it's like you know it just gets a bit much when there's so many voices like just kind of yelling at you to get, you know like this isn't working and like it kind of got aggressive at some points too and you know like we yeah we wanted to give it to him it's just you know it it it's just difficult like it, it becomes like it saps your strength at that point too and, and you like don't even want to work on it anymore and then that's well, making it i don't know this is the whole what thing i think <laughs> is funny about that is it's like we were talking about how speedrunning is a good like streaming tool but i think that's where a lot of it comes from where people want to be you know hey this is a new thing and I can latch on to that, and that's going to get me more views on Twitch. And mm -hmm. it's going to, you know what I mean? Oh, well, I'm going like to run the first tournament of KH3, and that's yeah. going to get me more views on Twitch. And it's like, why does it have to be about that? Like, just let them create this thing. And when yeah, it's ready, yeah. you can run whatever tournament or, or you stream it or do whatever you want. But everybody wants to be the first, right? Everybody I think, wants and to I was be... actually going to talk about that, too, because, right, I used to be in the zombies community with Whale. Uh, or even I guess before me and Whale wet, met, wet, <laughs> um, where it's just it's this whole culture, and it's probably why I'm so like viscerally like not against, but like 
you know, I, I don't like people that want to be first or want to exploit or not want to give credit or, you know, maybe unintentionally at times, but it's like, you know, you have all these people in the zombies community that are like racing to get first, you know, taking any hint, taking anything they can get to, you know, tweet out that first post of being first. And like, it doesn't matter who was involved. It was like the only person that matters is who got who like who got there in the end and then like who your teammates were. And it's like it was just like weird, like rat race every time a release happened where like and even happened like, like Easter in, eggs and stuff. Yeah, the Easter eggs and then like the cypher solutions. And it's like, yeah, like I was part of this team and I think we had worked on like AG, uh, man, I can't even remember the name, ADFGX cypher for like years. And then this one guy comes in, takes all our work, which he, he did solve it in the end. But it's like, you know, we had like years of research that he just kind of came in and was like, oh, this is a solution after like a couple of weeks. And it's like it's it's right. And like it it's more of like a, like I'm, I, I guess that's kind of what turned me off of like competitiveness or like wanting to be recognized for my feats and stuff like that, because I was very much, you know, like I was a kid. Or like, you know, I wanted to, the fame and the, the Treyarch to notice me and, you know, I'm doing all this hard work. But then, like, you kind of get to a point where, like, yeah, I don't want to be that kind of person. Like, I, I don't want to be... It's very exhausting. Well, yeah, it's exhausting. exhausting. It's like <laughs> the morals come into play. Like, I don't want to treat people as just, like, tools to get what I want. Like, it's it really did shape how I came into the KH community because it's like, you know, I didn't I wanted something drastically different than what I was meeting in the in the zombies community and and once you get into like the more you know challenge areas and the more like elite areas it's like you know people kind of shift back into that mentality of like I'll do whatever it takes to be recognized and noticed and first and it's like yeah I don't really <laughs> I don't want to be part of that <laughs> which uh yeah got off on a yeah long and I think there's definitely some people that think of it that way and are like that way but then you know there's definitely the people who yeah the the, the symptoms are all there but it's not the same thing right yeah like... no, and that's totally on me for like projecting you know that kind of behavior on other people but like i don't know <laughs> it's hard for me not to you know if i'm seeing behavior that i've seen before it's hard for me not to like compartmentalize exactly. and and pull it because i've met so many good people like I've met a lot of really like Tatsumaki and violin, like a lot of people that I, you know, either, you know, friends with or acquaintances with or, you know, just we know each other like and they're you know, I, nobody's I feel like a bad person in the cage community like, it, you know, fosters this kind of uh, competitive nature with the whole like crit level one runs like I think either Mike or Jason or Damo were saying, but it's like I think it in the end, right, like it, it kind of just is this different view of like. I want you to experience it this way. And then it kind of gets like telephoned into like, no, you can only play yeah. it on crit. Like, I, I feel like that's not the basis of it. Like, obviously for some people, I feel it like is. telephone's a good example of that or like a good, uh, descriptor. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a good analogy. <laughs> yeah. Which, cause yeah, I feel like, yeah, most people like, cause KH is like, you know, it fosters this, like really like my friends are my power and like, we can get it through it together and light and love and all that stuff. It's like, I don't know. Like, it doesn't seem like a community that would, you know, your first instinct would be competitive and uh, right. Yeah. Well, it's throat, it's insane how many people miss the point, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's absolutely insane. Water. I get. I don't think anybody means harm, but it, it is insane how many people miss the point of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Well, I think it's because, you, right, you get into, and that's, and that's not just challenge runs, right? Like, it's, 
any aspect of the community that you focus on, like shipping or challenge run or lore discussions, like you just get tunnel visioned into like you kind of like block out kind of the overall message and just get into right. like that one part of the game. Like uh, you have to have the best technique to do this part and blah, blah, blah. And I'm the best one. And I like it. I don't know. You just kind of lose focus of like this is a game where everybody should be loving each other and getting along and nobody's doing that right now. Like, I don't know. I feel like you see a lot of Twitter posts that are like, man, why is KH like there's some there's more drama going on now or whatever. Like it's like every week or, or I, I don't know. I've kind of tuned it out at this point, but it, I feel like there was a good chunk of time, especially I feel like around like KH time or KH3, KH Melody of Memory time where, you know, like every other week there was something some kind of drama happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I only sort of thought Every about it week. when you kind of was talking about it then, Water, but I even consider like, I'm going to relate it back to what I was talking about before, but like just wanting that shared experience of Kingdom Hearts to permeate like every single part of it. Like, like I'm sure everyone has their own ideal playthrough of the series order. Like, okay, you need to play this game first, and then this one and this one and this one. And I think you're trying to like impart if you're telling someone else, okay, how do I get into Kingdom? How do you get into Kingdom Hearts? Okay, well, obviously you start with Kingdom Hearts one, yada 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 yada. And I think you, like, I'm also trying to do that so that they have the same experience, or at least the ideal quote unquote experience when they go right. to play it themselves. And it's like, I don't want you to miss anything in this. I know where I, where I'm coming from it personally is like, I want you to get the most amount of enjoyment out of the series possible when you go through it. And yeah. so if I'm like, like I, I am working on a video, I've been working on it for ages, like the ideal play order for the series, at least in my opinion, not being like, it, it's wrong if you do it this other way, because who cares if like, if your first experience in the entire series is you saw someone doing, I don't know, like let's say a speed run of Kingdom Hearts 3 at a GDQ or something, and you're like, holy shit, this series is actually kind of fun. I've seen a bit of Kingdom Hearts 3, maybe I'll try it for myself. Okay, that's fine. Maybe, oh, okay, there's a story there as well. Clearly, I'm missing out. Okay, now I'll jump back to the start and play it from the beginning or whatever. Like, yeah, I did, there's not necessarily a... I mean, clearly, that's not the best way to play it if you want to get the best amount of story out of it, whatever. But I don't think it's necessarily the wrong way. Like, it's just, it's how you found yeah. the series. Okay, cool. That's great. Welcome to the club. Like, yeah, have a copy of Kingdom Hearts 1. Let's let's have some fun. Like, um, Well, it's funny because I basically told Whale, like, all right, because I was really into King- Kingdom Hearts when I moved to New Zealand, so I was like getting, I want, I wanted her to like experience the whole series. So I'm like, yeah, just start with Cage One and just play through the order on the remix, right? Just go through all of them and then play Cage Three, and it's gonna be awesome. And she, you know, she didn't like it at all. Like she, I don't think she finished it, like the first one even. Mm. And then Melody of Memory comes out. She falls in <laughs> love with that game, and then literally just goes back through all of the games and loves it. And it's like, it's right. It's it's you can't be gatekeepy. And I know what you're saying, right? Like there, I feel like there is like right a, a good story way of playing it, but I feel like everybody's experiences are different. I feel like a and, lot of us like yeah. nostalgia probably oh totally. gets us through Kingdom Hearts one more than people coming to it new for the first time. And I, and I sure as hell don't see it because I'm like, yeah, it's KH one. Like yeah, it's got its faults. It's a bit clunky, but it's also older shit. Then for how old it is, it's remarkably good. Like it's incredible. Mm-hmm. But for every part I love about it. it. And I go, oh, you know, the combat's a bit, it's a bit slow, yada, yada. And I sort of laugh it off. But other people might be like, holy, this is borderline unplayable. Like in modern day, if they're so used to very, very, you know, twitchy, let's say, uh, fast paced games. Mm-hmm. Especially if, again, if they've seen Kingdom Hearts 3 gameplay and they want to try and 
beginning oh, to that right different. here, right now. Like, why aren't I, why aren't yeah. I doing that? Why aren't I air stepping? Blah 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 blah. Like, I can see it being like, no, 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 don't don't play three. Stop stop what you're doing right now. It's perfectly fine. Jump back to Kingdom Hearts one and play that first. Could turn someone <laughs> off the series entirely. Even though yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's how you should do it. But an old game with not the best controls. Right. Especially if you go from three to right. one. Yeah. <laughs> like M- Mike's girlfriend Tara can attest to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she, it's, it's a bit whiplashy. She wanted to, you know, play through it because she knew that, you know, we had the podcast and, and she had never played it. And so we started, she wanted to play three because she'd seen me playing three and said, oh, Tangled. I know that. Right. Right. And so uh, we, we started a new file and got to Tangled and, you know, she was into it. So she was like, well, wait, I don't really know what's going on. Should I start from the beginning? And I said, if you want to, we can stop right here and we can just start from the beginning. I have all the games. She said, sure, let's do it. So then we started playing one and she started playing and getting to the part where you're fighting things. And she was like, wait, how come I'm not, I'm not hitting things? Right. Because when well, you I'm play magnetically three, you attached to every you single enemy magnetically attached game. to everything yeah. you're targeted to, right? And she was like, oh, wait, I don't like this. Why is this like this? Now, to her credit, she powered through and did a good job and ended up liking the series. The only game she didn't want to play was uh, Recom, which is understandable. Yeah. And uh, well, the, yeah. She, she fell asleep during the tutorial like I usually do, and she was like, <laughs> yeah, can we just watch a video? And I said, yes, we can just watch a video. Uh, but, you know, she got through the whole series and loved it. But, yeah, it is... Um, it's a very striking difference going from three to one if you've never played either of them. Sure. Uh, because well, it's funny because she, she's not like a typical gamer, right? Like she doesn't play it. She likes you know her game she played when she was a kid, like Super Mario World. But she's not like you know she doesn't play games a ton in her spare time. She does with me because she knows I like it, yeah, you know. Yeah. But so the the she got really good actually. So uh, it was during COVID, so we had a lot of time to play, but. <laughs> mm. um, she got really good, and we would started streaming it, and people were really hyped for her. But she, you know, that's not that's not her thing. So, of course, KH three is made is designed for people to get into it for the first time. Like that was the point. But because of the story, it kind of loses Gameplay that. Wise, yeah. yeah, yeah. Gameplay <laughs> wise, it's it's made for people to play for the first time for sure. I just feel like modern gaming is so different than you know making up your own system, and like it's so like I don't want to say like cutscene driven but like it's almost like you're playing through not a movie but it's like i don't know it's like it's such a different experience it's more streamlined yeah streamlined that's that's a good word yeah a lot of the most popular games are like that like for example god of war that just wait don't say anything i played the latest one i'm not i'm not gonna spoil anything but i'm just saying (laughs) it is a very cutscene heavy game i know (laughs) it's a it's a game you push through to get to the story right there's some good gameplay in there but Mm -hmm. it's it's like they took the model that uh, maybe Uncharted or The Last of Us have, and then put it on God of War, right? Okay. Um, because they're they're just very story driven, um, yeah. games where there is gameplay, but a lot of times it's pushing a button and watching a character do a bunch of different things. Yeah. With that one button press and right. then going back to it. So and that's like what. And those are the games that people are giving ten out of tens to, and and you know, so that's what modern gaming is right now. Which yeah, I'm not saying like gaming bad. landscape is incredibly different to what it was, you know, fifteen twenty right. years ago, a hundred percent for sure. I just want to make sure. one so, point because it's it's a small point. Uh, when you were talking about that magnet thing, Mike, I literally uh, I think Friday just listened, or I guess for you guys it'd be Thursday. I just listened to the episode where you you were talking about that, 
like the exact scenario oh it's, really yeah it's, it was funny. real i was like hold on i feel like i've had this conversation before no that's super I just funny. Listened to it. <laughs> like literally yeah, two we, days ago we had her come on and uh i don't know if you're to that part but we had her come on and talk about her experience at one point but i think i told that anecdote a couple times honestly yeah. because it's it's like well because it's such, it's a such good an interesting like, perspective yeah, yeah it's like it's like she doesn't she she played some games growing up, but like I said, she is not like a, a gamer with a with a capital G. You right. know what I mean? Well, and even even if you aren't a gamer, right? Like one of my best friends, Carson, he has never played Kingdom Hearts, and he knew that I really like it from stream and the podcast and stuff. And so, you know, he got an emulator or whatever, and was trying to figure out, okay, how can I get these games or whatever, right? And he played like the very beginning cage one. He's like, yo, this game is dog shit. And I was like, <laughs> kind of, but like, it, it, you just got to take some time. Like you're really weak at the beginning. You know, you gotta, you gotta unlock some of those powers. It's one of those. I'm just picturing games Pat where, you is know, so angry right now. And he's screaming. There is a hurdle. There is a hurdle. <laughs> Even if you're a gamer, dude, it, it is a hurdle. And no, then, I agree. Like, I agree. Cause you have cage one. Then you have recom. It's just like, yeah. oh it's not my easy god! Like, to get what into. a way yeah, 100%. to get people into this huge game. Walls right, right in the way of like, yeah, this is an amazing series with so much to give you. But yeah, you got to climb a couple big hurdles first. It's like MMO <laughs> players. Like it gets good two hundred hours in. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it could. It could be insane two play. hours in, two hundred hours in. But yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I still, I really enjoy Kingdom Hearts 1. I really enjoy Co- um, Chain of Memories and RA Chain of Memories, but like... Did yeah. you say recoded? No, shut up. Uh, I really... <laughs> <laughs> but asking people that are like really new to the series. And that's, I mean, Kingdom Hearts, it's not... Like every time it has a new world, a new game come out, it's like, okay, here's seven new beloved Disney movies that we are using to advertise like the reason you should play this game for new people to come in and be like, oh, I love Tangled, I love Frozen, whatever. What's the series about? Like... I can basically play myself in the movie. What's this anime shit? What? 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 I get about this? Like, like yeah. obviously, Kingdom Hearts fans are gonna play the new Kingdom Hearts game in, in theory, but I I wonder if we do often ignore the fact that like it's also attached to this gigantic, very popular for like series. I don't even know what to describe right. Disney as, but it's integrally integrally attached to disney and people that are kind of coming are going to come into it all the time be like i, I have to do i can't ha-. so you're saying that i can't have fun with this one right now i can't play it on <laughs> beginner mode because that's not allowed in your community that's not i have to go back <laughs> to number wrong. one and suffer through this one that you even admit is not that fun to play but that <laughs> way i'll enjoy three more maybe i just maybe i just won't play this game how about that yeah about that? <laughs> i think because okay that's so literally what happened my friend just put it down he's like oh my friend who got me into the series yeah i'm gonna go play some destiny and then or put something. it down he's like yeah i'm not into it <laughs> like what the fuck you mean you're not into it like this is the one we, we we've all been waiting for for 10 years he's like well you you have been i had a life you know in between two and three i, I was like oh 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 no <laughs> You the took some psychic damage on that one. That was... It really hurt. Yeah, I'm still feeling it to yeah. this day. Super effective. Yeah, yeah. crushed me. <laughs> I yeah, had so a buddy I... who. Um, sorry, water. I, I no, had a no, friend who. He heard, you know, me and Jason. We worked with him, and he heard me and Jason talking about Kingdom Hearts three all the time when it came out because we, you know, we were we had just started the podcast and we were talking about how great it was, and so he's like, "Yeah, I'll pick it up," you know, and I was like, "He is not going to like it." <laughs> And sure enough, uh, he's like, it plays fine, but the cutscenes are weird. And I said, well, what do you mean? And he's like, 
Well, like when they talk, there's all these like big long pauses in between their <laughs> their dialogue, and like they don't, like it doesn't flow well. It doesn't make any sense. And I was like, "Yeah, where are you?" And he was like, "I'm in I'm in Olympus still." And I was like, "Yeah, you're not gonna like this game. You should probably see if you, can, <laughs> you should see if you can return it." <laughs> because this, there's definitely a speaking yeah. pattern to Kingdom Hearts. There is like, and like oh, you man, don't I didn't even realize. Well, it's like one like of those things. It's like you know. You're from a different part of America, or I'm sure this applies in Australia or wherever, but <laughs> like people have certain accents, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like we, me and Jason have a very Midwestern accent. Uh, but you, when you're just there in the Midwest, you do not notice that you have this accent. Oh, like okay. it's just not something you think about, right? Yeah. But then you go down to Alabama or something, and then they're like, man, you talk funny, brother. <laughs> and you go, wait a minute, no, you talk funny. What are you talking about? That's what it's like. Because right. I, when he said that, I was like, no, they don't. And then I went and played it, and I was like, it was like the, the glass the shatter glass moment shatter. in my brain. Yeah. I was like, oh, they do have weird pauses in between the dialogue. But yeah. I don't think that's a Kingdom Hearts thing. I think that's an anime thing. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. being translated like, from Japanese thing and trying to be like, okay, rather than reanimate right. the entire cutscene, how do we fit the dialogue into what's already existing here with minimal mouth movement flaps versus just doing it naturally? Like, so yeah, that's interesting. Shit work. It's funny you say and that. He's not like a Japanese guy, you know what I mean? Like he doesn't watch anime or anything like that. So that's why it like hit him so hard. Where I'm just like, oh, this is normal, you know. <laughs> I feel like three actually was leaps and bounds better than previous Kingdom Hearts yeah. games in this series. I feel like oh, for two sure. is atrocious with like just weird dialogue sometimes, awful pauses that just last so long. Um, you want to know what my favorite one is? Please. Maleficent cackling and disappearing, and then <laughs> what a hag! That yeah. one's the best yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. Oh, no. God, I feel like anything <laughs> involving Roxas is just like really poorly translated a lot of the time. Um, yeah, like the Keyblade. Like, why did he choose you? And it's like, you mean the inanimate object, the Keyblade? Why did he? Cho- okay, we're just, just leaving it like that, huh? All right, cool. Um, just I didn't even notice that either. Holy heck, I'm getting. So many new experiences in my brain. Replay Kingdom Hearts too. Watch all the cutscenes. It's it's, a, it's an interesting time. Um, well, I guess that's a good question. Like, how many? Because I don't play games. Like, I, once I play a game, I'm usually done with it. Like, do you guys? How many times do you guys replay the Cage series? Oh my god! Not, a, not including like speedrunning, I guess. Casually. Well, so you know, yeah, we I obviously still, played still it. Still a lot. Yeah, I I played it when we were younger, and then Jason and I would play him together at, at certain points because you know there's I, I if you guys don't know us there's a 10 year age gap between me and jason and so i was like the cool big brother that had all the cool video games <laughs> that he would play right and so we would play games together a lot um and that's how we bonded a lot growing up um so we've probably played that multiple times before and then when we started our youtube channel and we were doing let's plays we played through all of them again then okay and then when we started our twitch channel we played through them all again then <laughs> Like, uh, I think casually, uh, probably double digits at least. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got the platinum trophies for each one of the games on our right. Twitch channel. And then, yeah, if okay. you're not talking speedrunning, like, it's probably double digits. Okay. What about you, Damo? Um, I mean, yeah, I've got the... <laughs> I would have played Kingdom Monster 2 at least oh, a couple right. times as a kid. Then Final Mix probably a couple times on, like, like, a laptop and an emulator that I had back in the day. With that like English patch applied onto it, 
And the PS3 version is probably three <laughs> times each for the plats, then the PS4 versions, then the PC version. So, uh, yeah, Damn. probably a couple of streams in there. I as didn't well. even think about different versions. Bro. So, oh my god. Yeah, a fair few times at this point. I feel like a Square okay. Enix game, especially like around the Kingdom Hearts 2 age, you need to play that like two times anyway just to get all the story because they, they're always like a character that's just out of view the first time around or like they're in a cloak and you're like, who the hell is this meant to be? You don't actually mm-hmm. know until your second time through where you're like, oh, that's them because right. I know from context now why they'd be in this location at this point in time. But, you know, even if the camera lingered over them for a few seconds, I haven't even in, been introduced to this character yet. I was thinking like like playing through Final Fantasy thirteen the other day, like you the, the camera goes through the bar and there's like I don't know, I forget now. I'm saying the other day like wait, wait, I played I it. Played that game yet though. Whatever. But there's a character <laughs> sitting in a bar and the camera sort of pans over them for a second and like I mean my first time through being in India, I didn't even pick him up in the crowd. But the they were an anime character clearly standing out amongst all the mm. other like pretty bland characters in the background. And you're like, Oh, okay, so they were here at this point in time and that is important for the story but you don't know why or don't even know to pay attention to it at this point in time. Um, but yeah, all that is to say, like, I feel like you should play basically every Kingdom Hearts game, at least at least from Kingdom Hearts 2 onwards, probably twice to get to get all the uh, all that juicy goodness. Hmm. Yeah. Well, and then, like, when you have context from the other games as yeah, well, yeah, right? Because they're so connected. Every new game that comes out, you got to go play, like, freaking backlog the and play ones, them all yeah. again. <laughs> It's like rewatching a show when a, a new season's gonna come out or something, right. you know? Or like, oh, the new Marvel movie's coming out, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, gonna go watch 1 and 2, you know? Okay. Like, yeah. Th- those type of fun things. Yeah, to know? sort of have a catch-up in your mind of everything that's happened and prime yourself for the newest one. I definitely... Yeah, I guess for me, like... Hugely get into oh, yeah. that. You're going. I just, I don't know, like, when I think about replaying a previous Cage game, it's like... I don't know. I don't want to. <laughs> like, I, I, as much as I love the lore, like, I get most of my information from, like, watching, like, compilations or something. Or, like, you know, the, all the cutscenes and just watching them as opposed to, like, playing them. Like, I don't well, know. Hmm. Weren't I you the developer of the Kingdom Hearts 3 randomizer? <laughs> no, that, maybe that's actually a big reason why I don't. Because I've been developing well, for the, the games for, like, what, three years now or something like that? Uh-huh. Two? Yeah. It's been a while. So maybe that's. You, that you could kind be a of. I mean, that's that's what your issue with speedrunning, too, right? Is, like, you're like, I don't understand how someone can just play the same game over and over and over. Yeah. You've said that to me before. But there was a time... I, I, I wonder if this is a newer shift for you, because there was a time where you wanted me to teach you to run KH3. I wanted... Yeah, no, we did. We we did the right. speedrun, yeah. Right. And I feel like that was my way... Because, right, we didn't, we didn't really know each other that well, I don't think. Water, I've known you my whole life, all right? <laughs> oh, okay. That's all of my We've life. We've known each other in every <laughs> in every timeline. <laughs> but I guess, right, that was my way of, like, hanging out with you, which I, I water, did. Right. Water, you pretended to, like, speedrunning no, no, to no, hang no, out no. with That's, me? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> but no, I do distinctly water. remember, like, what, like, I wasn't going to do it if you weren't going to be there. Because I don't think I did it. I think I maybe did it once or twice after that on yeah. my own. And I was like, this isn't fun. <laughs> Water pretended to like speedrunning to hang out with me. I'm so honored. Well, I I'm feel flattered. like I wanted to like it. I think that's maybe what, like, I wanted to, because I feel like I played, like, I out of all of them, I think I probably played KH3 the most, you know, mm-hmm. excluding development for it. Right. Like, I played it once, and then I played it again on, I think I played it on Proud once, and then on Beginner once, and then I played it on Proud, like, level one, not changing equipment 
like it's weird right because like i don't and maybe that's actually too what turned me off of like challenge runs is like you know i i personally oh i guess this is a good question like do you guys find that more challenge makes it more enjoyable because for me i don't think it's not one-to-one at all yeah like i think for me the experience gets hampered or like you know diminished for me if i'm like spending hours on a on a fight just to unlock the next story sequence but i know like there are some point like yozora like i think i enjoyed that fight like i I enjoyed like overcoming that challenge but i think it was more because like it was so new and i was really excited to see what's after that as opposed to like enjoying the challenge of it like i don't think i beat lingering will 2 because i was like or not (laughs) 2 cage 2 lingering will because like i already knew who that character was like i know that's tara i know like he's in birth by sleep i don't need to see what comes after beating him because i already know who he is Mm. and i don't think i've ever actually i think i beat the i think i beat tara for like the trophy but I don't think I, <laughs> I did not like it. <laughs> like you like cheesed him or yeah, something. Yeah, I did the yeah. cheese strat where you like put on the combo the minus combo and you just one. jump and do yeah. yeah. So like, I guess, yeah, for me, it's like, I'm not, and even like whale, like <laughs> whale came in when I was playing God of War on like the medium or easy difficulty. Cause I was like, I don't know. I'm just want to play it, enjoy it, get the unlockables. And then she's like, you're playing it on easy. You're not playing it on the like the hard, and so like I, I put it on the harder one, and I think I beat it. But it was like to me, it's like you know I get frustrated, and I guess too for me it's changed because I don't have all the time in the world to just yeah. put into a game. So it's yeah. like I feel like that's probably more that's part of it. What it is, yeah. It's just like I feel like it's probably unhealthy too, because like I need to be, like be like productive. So if like if I'm not progressing in something, I probably will put it down and do something else. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I'm curious what your guys is like. Do you do you think challenge makes something better in the end for like overcoming it, or just in general, like you you it find it more enjoyable? It depends on what we're talking about, right? Because okay. like, if I'm playing God of War for the first time, I'm like you. I do not want to get stuck on some fight for the next two hours, right? Right. That's just not something that interests me. I'm trying to get through the game to figure out what happens next. I I, I want to know, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But if that's kind of the point of the game, for example, something like, like Hades, right? Or Dark Souls. Hades isn't like a super terribly hard game, but there's challenge. Like you're not, unless you've played it before, you're not just going to walk in and beat it in one run, right? Right. It, it, it's it's something that you have to iterate on and continue to get better at in order you have to, to like level up and stuff. Right. Yeah. I enjoy that kind of challenge as opposed to like oh, I'm playing God of War on the hardest difficulty and I'm just stuck here until I figure out how to beat this, right? Right. So it depends on what kind of game we're talking about. Um, okay. So, like, those roguelites and stuff like that, I'm way more into, like, challenge with that than I am, like, a typical story-based game where the so story is kind of the point. Okay, so, like, yeah, when the when the gameplay focuses, and I guess that kind of goes into, like, speedrunning and cage challenge runs, it's like you've already experienced the story, you're coming back in, for a different kind of game yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i I think it also depends so like for me like you know i played like kh2 on probably beginner or whatever when i'm a kid Mm -hmm. and then uh, like as i got older i was like oh there's like harder difficulties like i want to see if i can beat it you know like when you're a kid you got like unlimited time you're just like (laughs) uh, okay this is cool and 
when you finally beat that boss, there is that sense of satisfaction or whatever. Even if you know exactly what the cutscene is, it might be an annoying cutscene. You might even skip it, you know, like whatever. <laughs> like, right. It, but it, you could still feel that, like, ah, oh, yeah, I beat it. Like, let's, you know, go on to the next one. Maybe I'll grind some levels or something. Like, it's another experience for a game that you already know you like the base gameplay of. Because, you know, like, even in the speed runs, there are strats that are exact same on different like from beginner to crit or whatever, right? Like there's right. just certain things where okay, this is the best thing to do. So, like, I, I don't think that it's a a one to one thing as far as like, oh, challenge equals reward or like satisfaction, right? Because like when I played Dark Souls three, certain bosses that were hard, it's just like I don't feel the satisfaction when I beat it. I just feel relief, right? right? It's just okay. like oh my god, like that was awful, <laughs> right? <laughs> Or, like, uh, Lingering Will or whatever. I didn't really like the Lingering Will fight. And I was just like, oh, my God, like, that was awful. Mm-hmm. Really? But, like, Yozora, you know, <laughs> uh, I, I, I played it, like, a hundred. Like, I literally in one sitting went and beat, I think it was on standard mode or something. Because it was, like, our original file that we beat the game on. Um, but, like, before, like, uh, Critical was even out or anything. Like, we're, we're going through it. Mm-hmm. And going through all of the data fights in a row and then trying to do Yozora, it's just like, it, it just mentally damages you like a little <laughs> bit more, like it erodes oh, you no. a little bit more or whatever. Right. And then you take a break, you come back and you're like, okay, you know, yeah, I got to learn the fight a little bit, but it's, I'm going to learn it faster oh. than I did before. Like relearn it. Yeah. Um, so you can get to that, that satisfaction quicker, basically. Okay. But the amount of satisfaction, it's like a diminishing returns thing. I think it's like d- similar to, you know, what happened with, okay, well, critical is the hardest way to play the game. Okay, well, now critical level one is the hardest way because I got diminishing returns on beating the game on critical. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, in order to get that satisfaction, I need to go to level one, you know, to feel right. that same type of... Well, you need of, to climb a higher oh, and higher mountain each time, right? You need to be like, okay, right. where's yeah. the... yeah. I, mean, I still feel, I still remember that like elation from beating Sephiroth for the first time. I was like, holy shit, he's dead. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> and it's probably like my standard Kingdom Hearts 2 far back in the day. And I'm like, level 99, probably. all of But it was like, this is the great, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I do feel like, like there is an aspect of it where it's like, I, I still remember that. You know, it's in hindsight, yeah. not even a challenge yeah. at all, right? Because epic, epic gamer skills. But, you know, at the time, <laughs> well, how, how are you meant to get better? Obviously, like, you don't just start out unless you are, you know, like, preferred whale, like the god gamer from birth. But, <laughs> yeah, true. You know, obviously, you need to climb different mountains and, you know, then you aim for the next highest one. You're like, okay, how can I. Is it, is, it a, is it a case of, like, trying to catch that feeling again? Trying to be like, all right, will I get this feeling again if I beat him on crit this time? Like, that's, that's the real challenge now. Like, okay. And so it's, it's like is chasing that, why, that. Is that why you do feeling? an insane all pro codes run? Because if I beat him a crit level one all pro codes, then, then I'm the epic gamer. Like I've completely, absolutely mastered this fight. Like, well, I, I think there are some people who are like, well, yeah, then I'll have like the clout or, or whatever. But I think the average it. person just, is just like, yeah, it was it was fun. I wanted to do it and I did it. You know, like. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think when I played it on crit or like did like crit level one because like I remember when I was getting back into the games again like I don't know I want to say it was like a year or two before KH3 came out I was playing through it 
on PlayStation 4. And what I would do is I was playing through it on crit, right? And then I would, like, beat a world, and then I would go and beat the world on crit level 1. And so... Hmm. Having just done the mechanics, the it's like very similar, run. but not everything works out the exact same. Like I remember on my crit level one file, there was a while where I couldn't beat Sean Yu on level one. Mm-hmm. Like his bird would just like kill me and like it, it, the bird would hit me once and then it would make me within kill range. And like the potion wasn't enough to, to heal it to where I wouldn't get one shot by Sean Yu or whatever. Like there's like very specific things that were different just from being on level one and not. And it was cool to be able to, okay, well, what el- what else can I do? Like, what what other tools do I have? What else can I do? What other strat can I do? Can I, do I just run away for a while? Like, all those different types of things. And uh, it just felt like, you know, you're really going through everything the game has to offer. It, it's kind of like, you know, when people are playing, like, completionist, especially games that have, like, a percentage or whatever. <laughs> like, you need to see the 100%. <laughs> If it's a game you really like, like right. for example, when I'm playing through like Arkham City, I want to see or, or Arkham Knight because it has the percentage. Like I love seeing that percentage go up. Like it just feels so good. Like that completionist part of me, right, even though right. I'm not typically like that. Um, but yeah, it. I think being able to, well, and you know, when you realize that that's how it is the first time, like you played it on standard or beginner or whatever, right? When you went up to Proud for the first time, there was definitely things that you had to do or things that you had to learn that you didn't do on your last playthrough in order to just be able to compete, basically, you know? Like, not with anybody else, but just to be able to com- to complete it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so thinking, oh, well... If I go on the the next level up, you know, maybe I'll learn something else or, you know, I'll I'll, I'll grind harder in between these two bosses or whatever if it's not a level one run or, oh, like, now I know if I level up my drive forms as I'm going, you know, it'll save some time or I might be stronger than when I was when I didn't even know how the hell wisdom form leveled up. I just level one wisdom for 10 years. (laughs) Quick run to the side and that gives you an... Or master form. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know Bio has, like, like a did... story about that where we're, like, yeah. I, 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 you guys have probably heard at this point, but, like, we had, like, our birthday party, and on our birthday parties, we'd invite all our friends over and, and play, like, video games all night, and then I guess that night, Bio was, like, he found out that, you know, the drives had their own level-up system, so he just, <laughs> all our friends are there, but he just literally just played that game all night. We all woke up. He's still playing it because he's like, I got to get the last level up for final form. I got to defeat the no, but like, <laughs> it's just that like, yeah, like, I don't want to say like that kid awe, but it's like, this is in, like, I never knew this. I played this game so many times yeah. and like, there's this new thing I didn't know about. I got to do it like right now. I got to complete it. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. It's funny, like the, the kind of almost like mysticism that games can have over you in a certain way. It's like, I mean, fundamentally a piece of mm. software, but I still remember just, like whenever you load up a new game that really just catches you for the first time and you're like, whoa, like I'm in this new world. Like you really, even even silly things I have like really fond memories of just being completely enraptured by. Like even when, I mean, obviously everyone had this, but like when Pokemon Go first came out, I was like, this is incredible. Yeah. This is absolutely incredible. Like it's my little dudes walking on the screen. Like I'm catching dudes. Everyone's wrapped up in this thing at the same time. Like, I don't know. There's very few games in my life that I've really felt like just so completely caught by. 
And well, I think it's a strange the fascinating- feeling. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, go for <laughs> it. The fascinating, like, like kinship almost. Like, literally, I, I know what you're talking about because, like, I think it was, like, my first year on campus or something where, like, everybody was playing Pokemon Go and you could just, you know, you'd, you'd side up with, like, 10 other people at this raid stop or you'd be standing in line at some, like, cafe and somebody behind you is, like, you know, on Team Instinct attacking your, uh, like, just newly uh, Valor gym. And it's, like, I don't know, like... It, it was so interesting how connected it felt. And, like, you could just, like, see people everywhere just, do, like, playing the same game you were playing. And it was, yeah, like, how you're saying, like, this mysti- mystifying experience. Just being, like, connected That's to That's why MMOs are dope. What's that? Well, that was, like, a real-life MMO. <laughs> are you guys ready for that same feeling with Kingdom Hearts Missing Link? I'm actually, okay. No, <laughs> I'm really excited. Like, I loved Dark Road. I know everybody hates that game, but I loved that game. And I'm, like, so excited for Missing Link just with the idea that we can have, like, a Pokemon Go experience, but with Cage. Like, I know it's going to be, like, you know, different somehow, but, like, I don't know, the fact that I can, like, pair up with, like, all these people that love Kingdom Hearts. Right, maybe not as much in New Zealand. (laughs) But, like, you know, I can... (laughs) I don't know, like, the idea of, like, other people are going to be in the world in like in real life walking around and i i can maybe meet up with some keyblade wielders from this game i like like i don't know that the idea is just like that's really and i'm maybe i think i'm more of a social gamer so like the idea of like connecting through this game i like with other people that have that same like idea let's well, i don't know it's really cool i'm really excited about it i know that was a meme joke question whatever but <laughs> i'm real excited for missing link <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute hold on it wasn't uh, uh, a meme was it not not 100 percent. you know i gotta tell you i i hope that it's cool but for it to be on the same level as pokemon go was a no. lot of crazy things have to happen zero it's not nowhere zero I, I think what the, the pikmin game and the harry potter game both came out and like i don't i didn't even know they were out like there's i don't think po- there's not gonna be another game like pokemon go because it just it was the first well maybe not even the first one but you know it just captured like like and damo you can probably speak way more to this because i'm not even like that big of a pokemon fan but I'm definitely like, not catching pokemon right now <laughs> but just yeah well even like my mates at work like i instant connection because we both play pokemon go and where he's like hey come over like to my desk so we can do this raid and like it's just random like i don't know it's just weird yeah weird kinship that you can just generate from this random game i don't know it's really cool <laughs> it was a pretty wild well, time that, for that's, sure that's what adds to like the replayability factor right like when you see somebody do something in a way that you never did like i remember oh i i see that like somebody's playing kingdom Hearts 2 and i see them do this like crazy thing to level up wisdom form like instantly or something right right like like crazy fast and you're like oh man like (laughs) i spent way too much time leveling wisdom form what the heck or like uh, anything that that i think if there's a game that i like but i think oh there's this barrier like i i don't really want to do that part again Mm -hmm. if there was like a, a any type of thing that removes those barriers it makes me like more and more likely to replay it like, a speed like for run. example, like 
I really, or even just like a regular playthrough, right? Mm. Like I've I've regularly played through the Kingdom Hearts games like a million, like ten plus times each, probably. Oh yeah. So like, any anything that gives me like an excuse or like really just, well, I could run it. I could <laughs> I could play through it again. You know, mm-hmm. like anything that removes any type of barrier, I think. While also you add in the social aspect of it. Like if I see somebody streaming it, like one of my friends is streaming it mm-hmm. and, Oh, I, I see something I've never seen before or anything like that. It just makes you want to go through that experience as well. I think the fans can sort of provide that experience though, right? Because I mean, I think like, like the randomizer, for example, like one of the most popular settings is surely like, like skip gummy, skip like, or increase drive form experience multipliers, increase like level up multipliers. It's like, Exactly. Like, how do I streamline the most fun experience out of this? Like, take away, trim the fat that a lot of people agree yeah. is not the most fun part. And, I mean, I wish I had more time to play the Kingdom Hearts 3 randomizer because I feel like it's just so much up my alley. And honestly, the Cage 2 rando, for that matter, like, like, just the best parts of the game you love. Just just trim the fat out. Here you go. Have a great time. Um, like a streamlined yeah. experience, yeah. Or... Like, it, it, you could take it in the randomizer aspect or even just a regular playthrough. Like, oh, like, my first time playing through, I didn't know shit about Quick Run, you know? You and then now I'm just spamming pilots. Square everywhere I go, you know? Like, <laughs> or, you know, in a randomizer, oh, I just opened, like, three chests in a row that had Quick Run, and now I'm insanely freaking <laughs> fast in Disney Castle. Like, yeah. There's cool stuff. I think that's what I really enjoy about randomizers and why, like, right, I think I wanted to make, and right, this is probably like a year ago at this point, but like I wanted to make, and you guys I think have probably seen this, but Andy and Oats and Goats, uh, they're both streamers, right? We've already talked about Oats and Goats, but Andy's like a uh, Link to the Past speedrunner. Um, yeah. But they randomized it. And actually, Mike, you might be able to speak more on this, but basically I guess the games were made that they're ROM. Like they, they, I guess we're gonna make a ROM that fit on one cartridge for it. So basically, all the memory addresses for the items and stuff can, uh, like easily be swapped around and not mess with the game. So basically, you can run both games at once and then yeah. randomize the items between the ROMs or between the games. So, in like Super Metroid, you would go and find a spot where an item would typically be, and it could be a bundle of arrows for Link. Yeah. Or in Link to the Past, you so could cool. go and and find the power bombs for for samus yeah. and then there were certain parts of the game that are just portals between the two games so you could just switch between the two it's a really cool and they did it co-op uh which was really fun and cool like oats and goats would only play super metroid and andy would only play link to the past but you know i wanted to go back just to rewatch that because it was so cool yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a it's a very cool about it. it's, right uh, and you know yeah. they're they're all very funny charismatic guys they're not just like is Patty no, on that uh, couch, I think, too? Yeah, Patty was on yeah. the couch, too. He's a funny guy. <laughs> so, like, they're not just, like... And, and that's what's really cool about GDQ, actually, and I, I, we're going back full circle here, is, like, the people that get on the GDQ couches and, and play, they're typically... They're either playing a game that people haven't seen a lot of or they're very, like, charismatic people. They're not just, like, mm-hmm. guy that turns on his stream... Uh, in front of his green screen drooling while he plays through the speed run trying to get the best time. You know what I mean? They make it entertaining. They make it a good time. And that's like probably to me the most important part about speed running as entertainment. 
You know, yeah. it's 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 not just like, oh, I did this fast. Like, and obviously, there there are some people that are that kind of person, that type of person, and they speed run really well. And like like Bloody, who who I you know mentioned earlier, like even introduced me to speed running. He, he's not, like he's he, he's a fine dude. Like he's he he can speak and he can you know, but he's not like cracking funny jokes while he's wrecking Zigbar. It was more about the spectacle of what he was doing, right? <laughs> right. So that's important. Yeah. But to me, like to make it a really entertaining thing, it's got to be more. It's got to be a lot about you're doing cool stuff while also like being entertaining, you know. And that, I guess that's like just any streamer to a point, right? Like yeah. Well, you're. I guess streaming is to entertain people. Like if. If you're not charismatic, then you're either really skilled at the game or you're charismatic. Like, I don't know. Like, it's it's kind of hard to retain a following if you... Well, yeah. To me, at this point, like, it's so saturated. Like, you kind of have to be both, right? You have to... Yeah. Right. Like, Oats and Goats isn't, like, the number one Super Metroid speedrunner, but he's top three, top four, right? Mm-hmm. And But he can do it while being entertaining and interacting with his chat and, and you know, saying funny things and, and still performs at a high level so i think and that's why you'll see some people they'll be the number one runner of whatever game and they they're like well people should be following me and they're not because you just sit there and when your run goes well it's cool but when it doesn't you just sit there and maul that whatever's going on on the screen yeah and that's not entertaining you know well to some people it might be <laughs> to, to a certain yeah. point yeah yeah i don't know if that's yeah. all you do I, I i'm not watching yeah you know and and I was worried I was turning into that too when I was running Cage Street, which is another reason I like retired from it because I was like, I don't want to be this guy that's just constantly angry that it's not going well for him. You yeah, know? well, it's funny you mentioned that because I think, right when, <laughs> this is probably a core memory for Jason, but there is this uh, DOA three like gameplay. Like I was trying to like beat this mode, right, and <laughs> <laughs> I just remember getting so, and I was streaming it right because I was like, I don't know why I was streaming it, but I was streaming it. And uh, <clears throat> I just got so mad and I was like yelling at the developers of like, you know, I mean, I think Jason, you probably know what I said better than I do at this point, but like <laughs> <laughs> I just remember being so upset. And then after that stream, I was like, I don't, I don't like being that upset. Like, I don't like feeling angry. And that's probably why I like I don't enjoy challenging things. It's because I don't know with video games. And this is something that I've actually like I wanted to get into game development to make it more like you know, I have ideas like for games and stuff, but like a main thing that I find like a problem with gaming is like it's not precise. Like it is right, it's gotten so much better at this point, right? Like from KH one to KH three, there's like the level of control you have over your character character is like ten thousand times better, I feel like maybe not ten thousand times. Especially compared Sorry, to Pat. one. <laughs> <laughs> um but like I feel like yeah for me it's like you know if I want my character to do this exact thing and they don't do it exactly the way I want it to do then I get upset right like it's it's more of like a you know it makes me angry <laughs> so like with DOA 3 right like I'm wanting it to act a certain way but it's like you know it's not doing what I want um, so I kind of just you know gave up on it well, I didn't give up on it actually I, I got some help and finished it and then loved it for some reason um, but yeah I wanted to get into like game development to make it more like in tune with what you're thinking well it laughs at me when whenever i bring up this conversation because <laughs> right you can't really read thoughts yet like if i think i want to go mm-hmm. like jump like like make ex- it more intuitive yeah yeah more intuitive but like even more like like i want my character to do exactly this destroy the barrier like, between 
the thought yeah. and the actual action on screen. Yeah, like have what you guys seen Peripheral? I have not watched that show. Don't spoil it for me, Water. Okay, I won't say anything more then. No, I'm um, just kidding, dude. <laughs> I haven't seen. I haven't seen it, but I'm not. I'm not a freak like you. I don't right. care. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> Basically, it kind of does like that's the premise of the show, right? Like you're now you've become the character that you're playing as, um, and it's it's like you know sort of online or any any other game that's like that where like yeah. you become the character. It's like that's something I would want to to like create, but you know it's probably never gonna happen. But that's yeah to loop back challenge runs like i get frustrated when you know i know what i wanted to do and i die because my character didn't do that thing it's like well the game should just be programmed better but like skill yeah, issue. that's not what <laughs> it's a skill issue yeah skill issue but <laughs> yeah so but, i think yeah, it depends like, to... like yeah if if what the difficulty is makes it less fun just like period right, right. And for me the first thing that pops to my head is the final fantasy um the, what's the final fantasy souls game stranger paradise right well that game so i'm playing stranger paradise and i'm loving it right i get to the final boss my favorite weapon is the the big axe the great axe right mm-hmm. and against this enemy because the the windows that you have like you whittle it down and the mechanic you're supposed to use you literally don't have to use it against like a single boss like <laughs> the whole game so like there's that but also just the very basic thing that i couldn't even get a one two three combo like the basic combo off in between getting an opening and not right right and it's like those specific things to me are just like okay well I picked the slowest weapon in the game. I can't even do a single combo on this character. Right. Like, I have to literally go, okay, here's one hit. Okay, here's two <laughs> hits. Okay, here's one hit. It's chip like, damage. It yeah. was literally the most insane chip damage, right? And yeah, you're supposed to use this other mechanic or whatever in order to do it easier. But when you're first getting into it and you're like, geez, I can't even. Like, imagine if you got an opening on a, a, a data character and you would have to only do the one-two hit from, like, a Sora air oh, combo. Oh, God. And then you'd have to back off. <laughs> that That's how it felt, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Jason, it's like you, just, you just described level one crit in KH3. Yeah. Well, no. In, no, no, because at least you get an opening, right? Like, if you if you exploit the opening, then you get your couple combos off, and, like, okay, then they'll retire. I don't know. Right, I get what Mike's saying, though, but it it, it arbitrarily extends the fight. Like, you're, you're literally just, yeah, you're, you're staggering them, but it's like... The amount of damage you're doing would be like a one-two hit combo. No, but I think what Jay's right. saying is like just the actual like experience of like how fun it is to play. Like if you have, you don't get that satisfying like crunch from that third hit. It's just right, and, when, and you physically can't. You can't yeah, right. it's just you okay. get the two hits off. There's not even enough time to do it. It's not because of something else. Not, it just the opening is not long. Enough. <laughs> I don't that's, know. That's like a, game, a skill issue to me. That's a game where I feel like <laughs> skill issue. <laughs> skill issue. <laughs> that's a game where I, I kind of look at it and I think of like kind of the same way I used to think about Kingdom Hearts, where it's like I know there is so much under the surface here. I have dis- yeah. I have zero idea how to access it though. Like there's all these instant abilities that you have in Stranger of Paradise. Like you have on your and you hold down L two mm-hmm. and you can tap either like X square or triangle to pull off one of these abilities. And I see there's like a subreddit where guys post these. Re- ridiculous builds and like their armor is doing all this stuff they have these three abilities on blah, 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 blah. and like within 
three seconds, they are buffed up all to shit, and they've yeah. taken like off a level five hundred enemy his entire health bar, and you're like, you're you're playing a different game to me. I don't know what yeah. you're doing. I'm doing my dickhead little yeah. one two three combo, and you are <laughs> in another planet. Like I don't, and I don't even know how to get to where you are. And I, I kind of used to think about that about like watching again to loop really far back, like those two FM videos where the guys are pulling off summons and they're interrupting their dark flare halfway through to do a like precise two point five hit combo and then blah 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 and it's like you have such an understanding of this game, and I thought I knew it. I've spent you know a hundred hours in this game. I thought I had an understanding of it. I don't clearly. I don't because mm-hmm. <laughs> you do, and it's it's very very cool. I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's the mark of a great game where it's like it can be accessible to every single person that wants to get into it if they do. Like, if you want to play it on beginner and just get the story out of it, like, terrific. But if you want to go into the weeds and really, like, pick apart this game and find out exactly how many hits you can land on a boss before it retaliates and exactly the optimal amount of damage, yeah. you can do that. I think that then the problem then becomes, again, I've said it a hundred times, but, like, when the community invalidates a huge part of their player's experience and then turns them away from even going further up the ladder and going, okay, well, maybe I want to give this a try because if Dick gets running and go, blah, 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 like, what do you mean beginner, blah, 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 blah. It's funny, and I, I can't even claim, like, like I'm not doing that because when water, when you said before, I beat Lingering Will with that Fenra combo, I, I, I hurt I when hurt you, you said audibly. that. <laughs> and that actually hurt me. I was like, what? Yeah. Ah, no, no. Why? What do you well, mean? I think like, Jason said something like, <laughs> I, I didn't enjoy that battle. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> involuntarily. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even. I, yeah, the magic, the, the noise stealing your magic and commands. I was like, nah, That's bro. That's so cool. <laughs> like, I beat That's it. so cool. But it wasn't. I, I beat it. But I was like, okay, well, you know, I didn't dodge the part where he pulls out the bow. So now I just have to perfect dodge and block and reflect until I do enough damage to him to be able to hit the X button. Correct. It's like, ain't no way, bro. Just pause button. Just pause button for a minute. Come on. But yeah, no, I think like that's a reason why there's so much backlash. Like this is kind of connected and kind of a tangent, but it's why there's a lot of backlash and hate around like Elden Ring, for example, right? Like it's the challenge run the game. And it has so many similar things where it's like, oh, you're playing Elden Ring, but, like, you're cheesing this XP? It's not a valid run. Oh, you're, uh, or, like, Souls or Runes or whatever it's called. Oh, you didn't beat this boss with uh, no armor on and you punched him to death? Oh, invalid run. Oh, you beat him with bleed? It's an invalid run. And it's very similar because, you know, in Kingdom Hearts... You know, you could you could play it on beginner, and you could go through it and get all the story and do do whatever everything you want on beginner, and it's a completely valid way to play it, and you can do it. And then there's all the other stuff that is completely optional. You could okay, let me let me go up to standard, or let me jump to proud, or let me jump to critical, or whatever, and it's only as deep as you want to go. Yeah, Whereas like a game like Elden Ring, you have one difficulty. Like there is not a difficulty selection. You know. And there's different ways that you can play in order to get around certain things, but I think that's a a reason why that game feels very gate kept, and because it is, but it's part of just the gameplay design that makes it feel gate kept as well. Yeah, I'm wondering if that's like more of like a gaming community, because right, because I feel like gaming it was so clunky, and you kind of had to not grow up on the games, but like as someone like in their mid twenties or thirties, like you, you can't really pick why it up and understand it. 
Yeah, like, like back then. Oh. What's that? <laughs> we lost you for like you five like seconds. You like cut out there for a sec. Oh, did you yeah. lose me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the recording's there. <laughs> but I was just saying, like, uh, I feel like... <laughs> Good um, point, Water. We just yeah. <laughs> covered, covered. Oh, Water, yes. True. That's very, very <laughs> solvent. So, there. so informative. Wow, wow. I've never thought anything like that before. <laughs> um, but right, like, gaming was kind of, like, gatekept in the sense that, like, you were really only part of the community if you could play the games. Like, you could latch onto the controls, figure out what to do. Because, like, right, you, you didn't have, like, these hint systems or, you know, like, uh, characters telling you what to do. Like, you know, some games did, but I feel like now it's so, like, not hand-holdy, but, like, you do have more of the guardrails on to get more people involved and get more people playing the game to experience, you know, what everybody else is experiencing. So it's kind of like a, yeah. I wouldn't say, like, a defense or mechanism. like, YouTube tutorials, videos, and channels that do those things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's, like, I wonder if almost, like, you know, gaming was such, like, a niche thing back then that now, like, the challenge community or, like, you know, speed runs, level one crit, boss rushes, like, you know, even playing on, like, performer notes only and, like, getting uh, 999 on all the, like, melody of memory. Like, I wonder if that's, like, almost, like, getting back to that kind of, you know, uh, community where you know, that was fostered for so long and now it's, like, open to everybody. It's, like, well, you're not even a real gamer. Like, you, you just play it on beginner. Like... I get where that mentality can kind of come from. Like if somebody, like if something alien is like kind of coming into the community and like making it accessible to everybody, it's like, it's almost diminishes your community. If that makes sense. Well, I mean, diminishes if if the, if the satisfaction you gained from it was only because it was difficult and it was that I can do this and other people can't. And that's why I get personal enjoyment out of this. And now mm-hmm. someone, the entire kind of gaming industry shifts to the point where they don't want us, they don't want you to stop playing. They want you to experience every bit of that content and get that completion rate and blah, 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 blah. And if you're struggling, oh boy, don't worry, hey, unless a hint, don't worry, don't worry. Die too many times, we'll give you a power up to, you know, just go, just keep on, keep trying, keep trying. Like, do you want to lower the difficulty? We can, we'll, you die five times, it'll say, do you want to drop the difficulty down? Like, just keep playing, keep playing, keep playing. Super Kong. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or golden Mario hat, Tanuki suit, whatever it was like. Yeah. Infinite (laughs) examples. Um, but yeah, if people build their entire identity around, I beat the difficult video game. (laughs) I, I feel like, especially now that I'm older, I do have less sympathy for that of like running around and trying to, of that being a little, yeah. yeah, it's like, Oh, okay. Sorry, pal. Like, is it? I mean, it's fundamentally time, right? Like any, I feel like absolutely anyone yeah. can beat a video absolutely. game with enough time. Like, yeah, you put more hours into it than anyone else. Or congratulations, quickly, yeah. like awesome, like yeah. Bio seems to have this innate ability to beat games quicker than me, and Whale does too. I'm just better at gaming. Water, maybe you're just <laughs> maybe you're just slow, dude. I think it's just a skill issue. Must I'm not really a gamer, down, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, to me, if anyone comes to me, even on, like, Yozora or whatever, right? Someone's like, yeah, I, be- I beat Yozora, but I aerial cheesed him or whatever, right? Like, that's just kind of, like, inherently, like, that's just kind of messed up, right? Like, that they already feel that, like, they that their kill is invalid or whatever. It's like, yeah. you know, you, you... You did it, didn't you? You got, you, you got through it, you know? Like, you... You had to get to a level where you could have done enough damage or get enough resources to do that. Like, yeah, it's not the exact same thing as doing it fucking blindfolded or something, but it's like, did you want to do that? 
No? Okay, cool. Like, you, you, you beat the boss. The game says you beat the boss. Yeah. As long as you're cool with beating the boss that way, that's all that matters. Like, there's a lot of people that just really want that, like, validation or whatever, right? It's funny with Kingdom yeah. Hearts because it, it's a symptom of an older time, I think. But Kingdom Hearts will withhold content from you unless you do it on a harder difficulty or you, like, 100% the journal. Like, you won't see the secret right, ending right. unless... And again, I think these are all these contributing factors to the like sort of played on crit mentality or played on proud mentality. Like, mm-hmm. like you can't see the secret ending and therefore get that the ultimate conclusion to the story payoff unless you take it down. Like, you know, Kingdom Hearts 2 on, I don't know, probably proud, for example. Well, probably proud plus unlocking all the keyholes will get you the final, final secret ending for that. Or in Kingdom Hearts 3, you won't right, get it unless right. you get, you know, at least. I think it's 30 lucky emblems on proud and all of them on beginner, whatever, whatever it is. Um, yeah. Which is like, it, it's necessary content. Like if you want to, again, have that full enjoyment of the game you just played. And again, I don't know if that's shorthand or telephones its way into played on crit, played on crit, played on crit, but. Um, yeah, I can see that. It's, it's, I don't know that many other series do this. And I kind of felt like on the remasters, they should have just dropped that entirely. Like, uh, I don't know. Okay, let's say the um, like the requirements to get the secret. One hundred percent. Yeah, I, I really know, feel I like, like they should have dropped it. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's like really a factor to me, at least personally. I think it, like, I like it. I I think it's cool that it it's it's like um, fighting games, right? Like fighting games because the, the way they came up in arcades, there's a lot of like, oh, you have to uh, beat the game with a character to unlock the next character and all that stuff, sure, right? Sure, sure. Um. And I, I think that's cool. And when fighting games started going away from that, I thought something was lost. I that. think I agree with you, Mike. Yeah. Because I used um, to play fighting games. I, I do as well. So the only issue is like, I feel like anyone that is a Kingdom Hearts fan already has seen those cutscenes, right? It's not, you're not withholding it from them. They're probably going to play in a harder difficulty anyway. They're probably going to get him anyway. But if you want a new fan of the series to walk in and you hand them the remasters and you say, okay, this is the Kingdom Hearts series. By the way, either play it all on Proud minimum and do X amount of content minimum if you want to actually see all the story or play it on Beginner and play it to 100% or somewhere in between. You know, play it on Standard and get 50%, whatever it happens to be. Or just look it up on YouTube or get through the entire credits and then your chat will go, oh, by the way, you actually didn't see half of this. Like, look this up on YouTube. It's like not a great way to get new people into the series. I guess is what I'm where I'm coming from here. Because yeah, for me, it's I, not I an issue. I, I play it on Proud, whatever, blah, 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 Epic Gamer. But like, <laughs> obviously, I've played the series for 20 years now. I should hope I'm used to it. Um, I, I do I don't like know. when it's new content. I like there's a, there's a wall behind it, like a wall in front of it. I should say, like beating your Zora to see that particular scene. Love it, love it a bit. Like I, I, and again, back in the day when I had all the time in the world, and and there was more importantly a year between this game and the next one coming out, if not longer. Great, terrific. But I feel like in a day where the remasters have, you know, the best part, you know, almost 10 games on them. And you're trying to say to new people, you need to see all this content on this disc. They're not going to be like, oh, you mean I can't move on to Kingdom Hearts 2 yet. I have to grind out every single, <laughs> I need to grind out every single little bit of Kingdom Hearts I don't 1. think it would end up being like a have to at that point, right? Because it's like, I think a good example of this is like modern MMOs, like for example, World of Warcraft mm-hmm. is on its like 12th expansion. 
if they made you go through, and this is this is like the difference between Final Fantasy fourteen and WoW. WoW doesn't make you go through every single previous expansion to be caught up on what's going on and be able to play it. Final Fantasy does. I have to go through and play every single expansion in a row. I'll be I can skip the cutscenes and stuff, but it's still a sizable amount of content right. that I have to go through in order to get to where people are at now, right? And it's like in Final Fantasy, I can yeah, I can like skip cutscenes or whatever or watch like a synopsis on YouTube or whatever. But if there was like hidden cutscenes where hey, if you play through this and you watch all the cutscenes and you beat all the bosses on hard mode, you get a secret ending or whatever, right? And if there's if it's like a something that has been out for a while and I'm getting into it later, it's either A, I already know about it, so then I'm gonna play it at that point, or just know, eh, I don't really wanna do that. Like for example, with like Final Fantasy Ten Two, to get the secret ending for Ten Two is like insane. So I already know I'm not gonna do it. You know, <laughs> like it it might be cool, but to me, I know I, yeah, I'm that's just not something I wanna do. But I do know people who literally did it. Because they wanted to get that satisfaction. So it's like, if you had to play through it again, if that was something that was, like, worth it to you. Because, like, for example, playing KH2, original, not FM, I had to replay through it on, on FM. And it's kind of like the Pokemon thing where it's like, you know, uh, you, you know, you, they put out the first two. Now here's, like, the, the upgraded version, you know? Like, I think... For people that are getting into it the first time, it's not going to feel like I have to, or it, it's either you already know and you're, you know, okay, oh, I'm going to watch this on YouTube or whatever, or your chat's just freaking trolling you <laughs> and not letting you know, right? Like they're, they're all griefing. <laughs> if, or, if you're a streamer, yeah. You know, okay, I'm just, I'm just going to watch it. Yeah, I'm just going to watch it on YouTube like it's not a big deal. I want to get on to the next thing. I think the, right? I think the biggest criminal of this is Birth by Sleep, where it's like there is literally a final episode or even the secret episode that you cannot sure. play. It's actual, I can't say it's one thing, but actual content that is locked behind. No, 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 you got to do all this bullshit first. I feel like For that's sure. where it crosses the line. And it's like, no, 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 no. Whatever requirements there were. Like you're asking people who are literally salivating for Kingdom Hearts 3 going, I only started this fucking series because I want to go play Entangled and I, I got to do what? I've already done three birth playthroughs of Birth by Sleep and the secret episode. What do you, what do you mean the final egregious. episode? What do you mean? And again, back in the day where it was like, okay, it's 2010, 2011, Birth by Sleep's coming out. I got nothing to do but time and I can fill out this entire journal. Cool. Okay. Now I can unlock this content. Awesome. Worth the payoff. But for someone who's like running through the series for, and again, I just, I'm watching a shitload of Kingdom Hearts speed, speed, um, first time playthroughs while I'm like editing these videos. So I'm seeing it a lot. Right. And right. I have to like jump in chat and be like, hey, just by the way, um, <laughs> you actually haven't beat the game yet. Oh, there's other content here, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, with that trying for to- BBS. Yeah, yeah, BBS especially. Like other people usually pick it up, you know, for Kingdom Hearts 2, whatever. But um, I don't know. Like, again, like I, I do like that there is like actually stuff to un unlock. Like there's additional content, but- just on the remasters, I feel like it should have been potentially dropped, but I don't know, that's my... I think, Mike, you were going to say something to that I, point? I, I'm just, I was just going to say, Damo, I, I get what you're saying and where you're coming from, but to me, this just sounds like a skill issue. <laughs> oh, no, I agree. No, again, the only valid Kingdom Hearts playthrough is critical from day one. I'm kidding. Okay, I was like, here I thought yeah. Mike had this elaborate thing to say. <laughs> no, poignant, actually, poignant points what's, to, to drop What's really on. funny is I did, 
But Jason literally said it because I was uh, gonna bring up Final Fantasy X too, and he just said uh, everything okay. I was gonna say. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, instead I'll just say Demo has a skill issue with this. He does. So. No, I fully agree. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I've been like, well, and with it being so easily accessed, right? It's it, it it's just then down to the player. Okay, well, do I want to go back through? But if you don't like, know, like, what's for there, example, if I'm on Proud, I guess is what I'm trying to get at. Right. Like right. if, you're that, just, if you're a player and you like... don't know there is a secret ending, ending that you have missed for every game. So well, I think that's, I think that's more of an issue of playing it where others are like kind of dictating, not dictating what you're doing, but like, you know, how you say you like you jumped in chat and was like, hey, that's actually more. I feel, and this is you know, this is just my, my ramblings of a madman where I'm like, you know, <laughs> if they're not playing it on stream, right, they're probably playing it because they enjoy it. If you enjoy the game enough to play it on your own time, then you'll probably want to like explore every like every part of the game and i get like at this point right there's so many games that you're like all right hit the credit scene let's get to the next cage game but i feel like you kind of take away the experience of like wow there's this there's this final episode in birth by sleep i had no idea and then you play that you you know you're gonna go back through bbs and finish cleaning up the rest of it because you're like well i unlocked this somehow and then you you know beat the final episode and then you get a secret episode and you're like wow like this is this is insane like there's even more content like I feel like when I like because I discovered it the kind of kind of that way, like I think I had, you know, seen something like there was more at the end, but that was it. It was just fascinating. Like, I don't know. It was like this really cool experience of like, wow, there's like hidden stuff in this game that I didn't even know existed. Doesn't it doesn't it tell you? No, it says uh, hang on to the safe data. You might find a use for it down the line. The final get, episode. Yeah, right? like, that's nothing tells okay, you about so- that. Nothing. Well, in the, that, in the like, I mean, main menu, I think it does. Like, I think have, KH1 like, tells you. I don't... No, not Birth by Sleep does. It's like, hey... Yeah, BBS, you have, like, the trophies for completing them, and then there's, like, a missing a question trophy, mark down the bottom. Yeah. like, oh, what is this? Yeah, but yeah. the actual requirements are, like... Yeah, on Crate, you get it straight away, which, again, you know, obviously you're playing it on Crate. <laughs> but no. Um, <laughs> I think you have to get, like, every single secret report, and then you get, like, all the stickers, depending on the difficulty, and blah, 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 blah. Like... Most people are going to be like, huh? Or they're just, okay, I don't know, whatever. This this Dream Drop Distance game next? I'm going to play that next. So they're not going to be like, oh, I can't wait to 100% complete this album before I can move on to the next game in the series. Like, Yeah. I don't know. I think that is kind of like an issue of like, you know, you, and I kind of get what you're saying. Like, you know, now that we're at a point where there is no back, like there is no time off from the next game, right, to like fully investigate the current game before going to the next one or like there's not even the next one yet like you kind of do yeah there's the potential to miss out because you see the credits and you're like all right this is done i guess i'm done let's go to the next game yeah that's more i'm coming from again it's such it's a very specific gripe and it's just it's nonsense like it doesn't (laughs) yeah it doesn't really matter well like there's merit in going back to them too like i i remember when i was playing through them you know back before ks3 came out and i was like i played through one and I totally forgot about the secret bosses because it had just been so long since I had played one. Mm. And then I went and was playing two. And then I remember just seeing something. I don't know if it was on YouTube or, or something. I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't even do any of the bosses. So I'm like, you know, I go back and I do it. Um, but I remember, you know, when FM came out in in the West for the first time, I played through the game. Like, specifically, it was KH2 on standard, <laughs> right? And what? I didn't get the secret ending, and I'm like, yo, why did I get the secret ending? So then I go on to game FAQs, right? 100% that album, baby. You gotta do, 
yeah, you got to do this, 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 you this. It's literally this. 100% Or play it on a different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or play it on different difficulty, right? Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I'll just complete Jimmy's Journal. That's not a big deal, right? <laughs> okay, straight Jimmy's Journal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then so that was awful. But like at the same time, it was still something that I wanted to do, right? And, I, and even at that point, I could have easily just looked it up on YouTube, but it's just something that I wanted to do. Yeah, I think if there's anybody that just wants to watch it on YouTube, like that's not a big deal to me, honestly. Like, I, yeah, but I think what Damo's saying is like, right, you knew to look up like game facts and like you knew there was something else, but for someone that doesn't know that, they're kind of like missing out on that piece of story. Like even though like mm-hmm. like Cage One and Cage Two, like secret endings. You kind of see that in the next game anyway. Yeah, ultimately, like, there is that right. like big of a deal, but yeah, yeah, it's like in the end, it's not like a big deal, but like it kind of gives you context for the other game. Like, oh, there's always a secret ending, or oh, there's always something, you know, like right. a, an end boss or like a secret boss or something. Like, yeah, I think if you cared enough to want to watch it like that much especially when like every single theory that's happened about every single secret ending has just been so <laughs> completely off yeah, yeah. like you probably know about it you know what i mean i feel like that this this situation wouldn't really happen well but i'm saying like, unless you're like getting into the series very recently that's i think that's, that's, exactly point, that's exactly who i'm talking about people that are literally but then getting at into that point for the first time i think it's fine for you to not know if that makes sense like when I didn't know that there was, like, a secret ending with BHK for, <laughs> like, 10 years, guess how I was sleeping at night? Perfectly <laughs> fine. But when I found out about it 10 right. years later, I'm like, yo, this is so cool. Even though it literally is, like, complete. Like, I've already played Cage 2. I've already played 358. I've already played, like, all these different games. It was still cool. I don't think it makes it less cool. Yeah. No, for sure. I guess I, I'm I actually had a similar the... experience. There you go. Because, right, I was a kid. I played Cage 1, I think, and I think I played Cage 2 at some point. And it wasn't until, like, Dream Drop Distance was out. like, And I, I took a break from it after, like, Birth by Sleep because I didn't have that console. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I had no idea that there were secret cutscenes. And I didn't really, you know, right? Like, I, I slept just fine. But then when I found out that they were there, it's <laughs> like, holy heck, this is, like, this is CGI. Like, it's cinematic. Like, it looks epic. Like, I know what scene this is, but holy heck, like, this looks amazing. Like, there's that, that, like experience like experience of that for the first time is like really cool and then like once the next game comes out you know that that's probably gonna be there right like like when cage 3 comes out oh okay well if we play on standard you know might not be able to get the secret ending super easy so really care will we watch it on youtube you know basically what what demo wants here is when people saw iron man in 2008 (laughs) <laughs> Anusher came out when the credits started rolling and said, "Hey guys, don't get up from your seats. There's something at the end of the credits." And one of those big and beefy dudes blocking all the exits and saying, "You will sit your asses down. <laughs> and you are going to get every bit of this story content, every single page." And so some so, seatbelts and like yeah. arm restraints just latch. The credits your roll arms. and then <laughs> clack. Yeah, you're locked in place. <laughs> large locked bodies, in. large bodies blocking the way. <laughs> I guess that's where I come from, though. Like obviously lord nerd over here but i do feel like i want to go into the next game with every piece of information before the from the previous one and i get that most people like could give a shit like barely paying attention to the game at all but um yeah i don't know i feel like you wouldn't want to handicap yourself by not knowing what you or not having all the developer intended information going into the next one but 
also who cares again mm. most of the time secret endings don't mean shit it's only kind of really recently well i'd say probably from birth I, birth by sleep is really where it, where it turns for me where it's like blank points is incredible it has so much lore in it it's probably one of the best cutscenes in the entire series i know you guys yeah. have talked about it and didn't rank it as highly but i i love blank points <laughs> so <laughs> much criminal yeah it's overrated the worst um, <laughs> blank point blank is probably points, my favorite secret. Blank points more like blank mind because I'm so bored watching it. <laughs> okay, that cutscene. Now we gotta go. That that predicts the ending of Cage Three in my mind. Predicts right? it's a spoiler. You should yeah, it, it literally it sets oh, up like, the right, entire well, predicts, following right, five but, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the fact that they just like nonchalantly put this at the end of that like here's everyone know, Sora so is going to say. Cool yeah. to me. Super hidden thing. Yeah. Right, like, you see Sora disappearing. Like what? That just happened at the end of Cage Three. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just it's fascinating. Yeah, I mean, I, it's I think just, there's different story implications for it, but I think if you just care overrated. about the lore that much, you will find it. Yeah, like, I don't. I just what were you saying? Like, if you are like the anomaly that like Demo is saying is that like you you, <laughs> you bought love it. all you the love games it. from GameStop for a nickel. <laughs> you don't even have internet at home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you played through every single game. But you don't even know that there's a but secret. You refuse to Google because you're like, a Watergate spoiler. <laughs> no! like, That's okay, me. I'm not. I'm not even going to look on the internet because I'm so afraid of spoilers. Why do you mean there was a? Bu- yeah. Okay. Well, then you would just replay it once you eventually found out. It wouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah. But or you just watch it afterwards. Like, like, yo, this is so cool. Yeah. You get more enjoyment <laughs> potentially later by going. <gasps> what do you mean? This like when I saw the, like the more 3D the game animated like? recom scenes, I was like, yo, this is so fucking yeah. cool, dude. I didn't even have Recom at that point. Yeah. You said Com. My first experience was the PS2 version. PS2 version didn't yeah, even come out to the European market. It, they just simply refused to release it. <laughs> my first time with RHN memories was... Math in wasn't my game? It, no. Wasn't it like free or something? Wasn't it like a pack-in with something? It was something? bundled in with 2FM in Japan. That's right. Oh, really? Yeah, which is why they're so linked together. And that's why like yeah. you have all the oh, absent okay. silhouettes from 2FM. Because... Right. They just literally made all these assets for the Chain of Memories remake. Because and that's why I, it um, reads your save data in KH2, I'm pretty sure, to give you the special cards right. for... Um... Yeah. My my friend, Addison, who used to be on the Answer Report podcast, he had it. He imported it. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing the janky, small-ass case they gave Recom. <laughs> because it was it's not a real game. It's just a... You know, you can't buy it separately. It's just packaged in. And really? Then, yeah. I think when they brought it to the states you could it's full release well, yeah they, but again for whatever yeah. reason they never brought it to australia or yeah. europe like they huh. made it they finished it it was done it was voice acted in english then just never put it out yep bastards well i don't think it got a really great recep- reception in america like i remember release it you've made it right 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 but from a marketing or from like a business perspective you wouldn't want to make more copies to ship out if it didn't, you know, you're not going to get a profit like off of it. The expensive part the of game dev is the actual printing of the discs, not the making of the game. Well, I mean, that's, that's literally like money consoles goes. Are. Yeah, you got to make the marketing. You got to put money into the distribution. They sell consoles at a loss. Honestly, yeah, at my new job, there's so like the product is like the most like the smallest portion. I feel like of the entire like I could be totally off on that, but like my experience is like you know the distribution, marketing, sales team, like all of that is where like the you know you spend the most money because you have to like get the product out right and then you have to get the the people buying it so you got to get like interest and availability and so like 
if you kind of test it in America and it doesn't do well, you're probably not going to spend another like, I don't know, five or 200K on getting it distributed to New Zealand, Australia, Europe. What about just one copy just for me? And then I don't care about anyone else. <laughs> yeah, I think they could. Yeah. yeah. That'll yeah. be like $500, please. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. What do you guys want for Kingdom Hearts 4? in terms of like difficulty do you reckon kingdom Hearts 3 was roughly about right because i feel like a lot of complaints were levied towards it was initially too easy and crit was too hard and then the dlc was way too hard for a lot of people where are you guys at in terms um of that? i i think they should balance it no matter what they do uh that like they should you know whether they decided to do crit at the, from the get-go or not um they certainly should balance it a lot better I, 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 it doesn't super matter to me because difficulty isn't a huge dri- a driving force for me if I'm going to like a game or not. But, you know, I think how they do things right now is fine as long as they balance it. Because, you know, when I'm playing Kingdom Hearts for the first time, I'm probably not going to pick beginner, but I'll pick standard. I'm trying to get through it. You know, I'm not trying to, 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 to grind to, to get through it. But, when I do want to go do those challenges, I want to have fun. I don't want to, um, I, I want there to be tools to deal with crit or crit level one or level one in general, which I don't think kingdom hearts three did the best job of. It did better than one, yeah. which definitely was not designed with a uh, proud level one in mind, but they no. had the option in the remaster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's still, I don't think it was as balanced as 2 was in that regard. Um, so I, I, that's what I would like to see is just balance, not necessarily a, a difficulty spike or, or a lessening of the difficulty. Because KH, KH3 is a bit um, on the easier side, and they wanted to reintroduce it to people that maybe haven't played in a long time. And I think they succeeded in that goal, but I think a lot of the hardcore fans were left wanting more. Mm-hmm. You think Crit gave them what they wanted, though? No, <laughs> because because they those those guys they want they want difficulty, but they want fairness. Like that's that's I an a like very Crit... important important thing it? to those guys is being fair and being like if they lose, it's because of a reason that they can understand, not something where it's like. It's not oh, I, I died in one hit and I got knocked off screen by something or, you know, like yeah. that kind of stuff. So I, I, I don't think they were happy with, uh, I think people were happy with the remind. I think, um, yeah, I think that whole, yeah. Remind for like the difficulty in terms of difficulty. I feel like people yeah. were happy with that, but I think the crit guys were probably not happy with the crit stuff. Um, I think they'll tell you, Even pro pretty cool though. Yeah. I think, I mean, in Remind, it's a little more balanced, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not dying off-screen to the vulture. and You're just fighting one thing, right? Yeah. You're fighting one yeah. thing. So, it's, it's, so yeah, I, I guess, I guess to your point, Water, they uh, people people that like that like kind of challenge. Like a base game crit. Yeah. But yeah. the base game crit was not good. I think, and this is, this is my interpret, like, right, crit was something they had planned, and then they took it out of the game, right? There's code in there that was for crit. They're like, oh, well, this isn't too balanced, so let's just take it out. And then I, for for me, that that's more of an indicator of like, all right, what can we do to give a challenge that fits the mechanics that we've 
installed in the game. And I feel like they were like, oh, pro codes. Or, you know, in Stranger of Paradise, they have a similar system. It's like, you know, they made the game with the, like, mechanics in place. And then they're like, we can just turn, you know, people want to play with no cures but want limits on or something like that. Like, you have the option to do that. So I feel like it was balanced for proud mode with pro codes. But I don't think they... I think they had to pull out crit mode because it wasn't balanced. Like, they, they had made it in a way that crit didn't work. You know, and I feel like maybe if they spent more time on it, they could make a way where, it, you know, you balance, like, whatever, like, form changes and stuff I like that. part of it's the AI. Yeah, the AI. The enemy AI is probably... Like the AI just isn't conducive to, like... Because you're fighting multiple things at once. You can't really, like... It's hard to, like... Oh, let me pivot ninety degrees left to block this thing that's coming to me yeah. while I'm fighting something the other uh, the other way or something like. There's well, it's such a massive cancel or something, and the and the areas are so big now that the heartless or like the yeah. enemies are like kind of everywhere, and it's hard to kind of zone in and get the kind of crowd control that you could get with like. Well, and how the AI works, stuff. like if you hit in it, like, and this is in like pretty much every single Kingdom Hearts game, if you hit the enemy once they will like immediately and then like you stop staggering them like you just hit them with the 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 first hit they're going to retaliate like immediately that's like something you do in like speed runs to like get your health to like a certain point for like this like stitch thing that you do in tron or like if you're just trying to like reset like die and like not go through this area in like a randomizer like you know okay like this is dead like whatever like let me just quick die i'm just gonna hit this enemy so then that will provoke them to attack me right okay like there are so many things like so many enemies that do that and then in kh3 all the moves are like big sweeping and like they they do a lot of aoe because there's so many enemies you're fighting Mm -hmm. right and also it looks fucking cool so (laughs) what will happen is you'll like barely hit one of the enemies but you only hit them with like one part of your combo right. well then that triggers its retaliation because you barely hit it with one of your aerial attacks or something or like some splash damage from like a fire or something mm-hmm. but it's not enough to stagger it so now all of a sudden you got like three of those enemies that you barely chipped and now they're all retaliating on you just because right. that's how the ai for kingdom hearts has always worked and okay. so it just makes it a lot harder for crit where you have to very specifically make sure you're hitting one enemy, but in a way where you can <laughs> kind of see everybody else in case they randomly start to try and hit you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think as far as difficulty goes, I think if you can play through the game on like standard or even proud, like going through without having to like sit there and grind or whatever, mm-hmm. like just kind of, you know, if you if you kill the enemies that are that pop up along your way while you're going, yeah, you might kill some of them. Some of them you run past or whatever. As long as you can do that, I think that it's a good balance. And I, I think that that's how Kingdom Hearts 3 was. And I didn't feel like it was... I didn't just, like, not die to, like, every single boss. Like, there was bosses I definitely one-shot, but I wasn't just, like, absolutely rolling every single one. Right. Because I didn't, like, go through and, like, level up or whatever. I think the thing that's missing for KH three for me, like in KH three, is like a a way to feel like I'm progressing that isn't just my just level, level. Yeah, yeah. Like if there was a way to level up summons or like ah, oh, true. I didn't even, even think if about you that. took yeah. even if you took like the Keyblade forms, right? Oh, you can level up your pull Keyblades. some of the stuff out of it. 
if, even if you were to, even if it was reductive, it would still feel better to me. Like, let's say, like, you know, all the abilities you get in the different forms, right? Mm-hmm. Like, in, 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 in Kingdom Hearts 3. Even if you were able to, like, level up those forms, even without adding new ones to, like, what are there right now, like, that we, how we know them as, right. I think it would still feel better. Like, knowing, okay, well, you know, I can, I can do these other things, like, to add... Like second chance to the uh, what, what's the the shield form, the yellow form Got or whatever, you. right? Like, yeah, yeah. So it ends up adding that. If I were, if I were to be like, okay, well now I'm like consciously, you know, I'm building this up to where I'm leveling this up, because I remember, not even until I seen the videos that Bio made that there were that they even had inherent abilities. Like I didn't even know this because it's like hidden in a menu mm. when you're looking at the forms and then you go to the like press triangle onto the abilities. Yeah, like, yeah. I think if there was more of like a streamlined way, and and I think drives in Cage Two had that same issue where you're like you don't yeah. even know, like you got to go into status and then click on the drive and then go down to the experience to see how yeah. you level them up. Like I think they just don't do a great job of having like horizontal progression or like secondary systems that you can level up. Like yeah, you could say leveling up the Keyblades was like the first thing they really introduced. Yeah. As far as that, but like in Cage Two, it's like what can you do? You level up. You level up your drive forms, but they don't really, like, teach you to do it, really. Mm-hmm. You can level up your, like, And get summons. new Keyblades, you know? Like, like, acquiring new abilities just, like, straight up. New items, new abilities straight up, and then leveling up your character. Like, that's, like, really it, right? Mm-hmm. So I think if they add more layers to it, even if you need to, like, reduce it a little bit, like, make it so it's like, okay, well, you unlocked the way, the, the ability to get the shield keyblade transformation with this keyblade well now if you, the more you use it or the more kills you get while using it okay well now you just unlocked like second chance on it like now now you feel even better for having used it as opposed to okay i got this keyblade now i have all the keyblade transformations for it i have all of the everything for it i think that that wouldn't make the game feel yeah no i agree more like i have my play style will then change how I go throughout the game. Well, even then, like, I feel like if you had the, um, like the the form changes be unlockable, like right, like how you have like the stages where you get abilities on the Keyblade. Like I think it's like three and yeah. seven or something like. Yeah. And maybe this is what you're referring to, but like if you had the form change actually unlocked at level three and then the secondary one at level seven, like I feel like that would drastically yeah, something, increase, something like that, right? Like you'd be unlocking, you know, like there'd be a reason to upgrade keyblades and a reason to like. And you'd care them. about it more. Yeah, yeah. As well, right? It's not just like, oh, let me upgrade this. This keyblade has the highest damage stat that I have currently, right? It's like instead, oh well, I was using the Olympus keyblade that has the shield, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I, I've leveled up the Guardian keyblade form or whatever, right? It could even be just like form wise, not necessarily per keyblade, right? Right. Like okay. Now, when I get the next one that has a shield, oh, well, I already have a ton of these abilities already. Like, I'm going to use this Keyblade that I already know, like, somewhat what the form is, mm-hmm. rather than, okay, this one has a big number, haha. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I think that that would be what I would want to see in Cage 4 as far as, like, difficulty and progression and stuff. It would be cool. It's funny with forms, like... trying to think like there's they're really like magic heavy ones and I, I do see you guys using the um what's the one where you make the little mirages behind you i see you guys using mirage, mirage, staff. 
but you're using that, I guess you can maybe answer this because it has inherent abilities better than just its magic stat. Like if you had a better magic stat, would you be using that one instead? Or is Mirage Staff just like... So the, the Mirage Staff strategy, uh, it's, I think the, the making the clones and, and doing that to burst down for specifically a boss like Lump of Horror is, uh, it's a good strategy for that boss. But the reason it exists is because the magic stat of that keyblade. Right. You get but also I mean? the utility. It's just the is... highest DPS. Right. They, I was going to say that they you had developed like the... that strategy because we were already using the 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 main reason that um, Mirage Staff is used is because of the shot lock, not actually the magic stat. Now that I'm saying that, um, the shot lock huh. uh, actually it's broken. It right. It kills King of Toys and two shot locks. Um, it's how you do the skull skip where you skip school's dm uh it it does a lot of damage very quickly and to like everything um but it's also because it has a really good magic stat because i think there's there's i think there's another keyblade that has the same shot lock i don't know how easily accessible it is i don't and i don't remember which one it is but um it's the combination of the magic stat the shot lock and then they developed that strategy for lump of horror because his uh, defense stat is so high right. in this first form, so that, and that's the only thing you need to do. Right, yeah. and because it because it's based off your magic, that move is based off your magic stat. Because otherwise, mm. the strategy would he's he's also strong against fire, so the strategy would probably be uh, blizzard and just popping ether after ether after ether. But someone developed that strategy, but they I don't think they would have without the fact that that. Keyblade has so much use for shot lock and for the magic stat. Mm. Hmm. That's I, I could be wrong. I, that that's just how I always thought of it. But maybe uh, someone was like, "No, dummy!" They came up with that strategy <laughs> first and then realized that the shot lock was broken. I don't know. <laughs> but like if you were doing New Game Plus, it. for example, and you had access to like Ultima or whatever, because well, that was when I played magic stat. Then you go with right. that one. Instead. Right. Oh, I feel like Ultima just kind of breaks the game anyway. Okay, which is well, kind of where I was getting at. It's like, like forms are awesome, but I feel like, and I see those really, really, really cool combo videos on, on like Twitter and everything else. And it's like, at the end of the day, are you doing anything more optimally than if you were to just beat him down with a pretty standard, like either Ultima or Oblivion combo? I think the way- I'm actually like- looking up the- um- New game plus category, and I'll pull up a video and I'll see if it if mm-hmm. people use a different keyblade there or not. I was gonna say, I'll just it's I think the the combo, it like you do it so like optimally that you're like skipping their like uh, retaliation. So like in I guess that sense you are doing it more optimally as opposed to just using you know like oathkeeper combos and stuff like that. Other than when that, you're doing the mirage staff thing you're 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 only pressing the x button three times in order to not do the finisher right it's four times and but yeah or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you well, actually I mean. but basically I pushed up my glasses like, when i said that for the record you're able to you're able to just like you know dodge pretty quickly which makes another mirage thing spawn right mm-hmm. in between the attacks as well so you're like putting a ton of damage in where normally if you're just doing melee attacks you're probably going to end up getting hit a lot more or it's just going to be lower DPS because like, for example, when he's like zooming around the room back and forth, you're not going to be able to stick on to him. Whereas if you're just shooting him with a million projectiles, like you're fine anyway. Um, So 
I have uh, I think uh, the number one new game plus speed run. Um I just I skipped ahead to Lump of Horror. It's an Ultima run. But hmm. for the Lump of Horror, they still use Mirage Staff. That's awesome. Interesting. That's really cool. Okay. Yep. Hmm. Very cool. Yeah, I think I think Oblivion, Oathkeeper, like Ultima Weapon. I think the fact that they're just that broken, it's just more of like a power creep thing than anything. Right. Um, Because it's like, okay, well, these things were added afterward, and, you know, they're fan favorites. Yeah. We got to make it so that they feel good to get. Especially, it's like Oblivion, like, you know, you got to beat the game on crit. Uh, Ultima, (laughs) you got to do all this other, like, bullshit in order to get. Like, it should feel good. I really like the sledding one. They get the little different (laughs) bubbles or whatever, the little organization numbers. I yeah, I was really confused when that happened because I was like, I was not expecting to be doing frozen sliding in order to unlock <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Ultima weapon. Uh, I but sorry, yeah. I kept watching and they they're just absolutely <laughs> abusing uh, Ultima weapons. Shot lock on lump Shot lock, right? Yeah, just projectile. Well, it's not. It's a beginner any anyway. percent new game plus, but they're just. Uh, it just room clears. Yeah. But yeah. interestingly enough, I think they're when they're just casting magic, they are using uh, Mirage Staff still. Interesting. I, I guess you only realize... have a amount of resources, right? To level up your Keyblades with. Oh, so yeah. I'm assuming Ultimate so, is yeah. good enough on its own with its shot logs of room clear. But for specific like mm. magic based DPS, maybe you want to invest in Mirage Staff. I don't know. And well, and like if you're All building right, cool. up a meter in order to unlock the transformation, you need to be doing something with the Mirage staff right. to get to that point, right? Unless you're like yeah. very cleverly like built up most of your meter and then switched right before that final hit and then get into it. Yeah. But... And actually got lucky that it, it pops because sometimes it doesn't. When yeah. Or, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, here's a Faraza. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, game. <laughs> like, oh, great. <laughs> Yeah, with with, uh, with Mirage Staff, it, it what would happen to me would be Erosa. Right, that's right. Like uh, the yeah. innate Innate ability of the cable. Yeah, but it, it drives me fucking nuts. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of driving me nuts, like, those fucking... I just remembered them now, but the Disney attractions, I just remember, like, with Critical I Converter, you always get the... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Do you use it much in the... You use the carousel, right? A fair bit. Yeah, use the carousel like in the, the speed run. Cars, um, use it specifically against the Titans, right. and then the mob fight entangled yeah. uh, on the pier. Use blaster blades on the the wind titan, right? Use blaster blades on yeah. the wind titan. Use the pirate ship in the first Twilight Town fight. That's. I think that's more um, like a. You don't have enough strength and magic, like. Right. You, right. You yeah. tend yeah. to use it. And you know early it's a guaranteed appearance. Those, right when they're a guaranteed appearance. Um, you don't. If you do it right, well, not if you do it right. If you get lucky, you don't have to use the coaster on the Rock Titan. Mm-hmm. Like if you really? get a Donald Meteor or if you just have a lot of um, commands built up for whatever reason, you can get away with killing them without it. And it's faster. Um, but that one, you just get them down to whatever the health gate is that you can activate and finish instantly with that coaster. Gotcha. Um, Obviously, use the coaster in the Thousand Heartless fight. I'm trying to think if there's a splash run. You splash run a couple times, uh, or you want yeah. to. Um, like, With um, the monkeys, right? The monkeys in Twilight Town. And then um, there's a strat for... As well. 
the tangled horses. Oh, um, yep, yep. But I, that's a slower strat than the optimal strat where you use the, um, you build up the double arrow guns into the cannon and then you save it for the whole run. Like, you build it up in that first um, nobody fight mm. where Marluxia shows up and then you save it, you switch to your other Keyblade and save it the whole time just using it to use the double jump ability and then you immediately fire it off against the the power wilds there and that brings the horse uh-huh. into his form so and that's quicker than um like the you, you're just describing run, the stuff it, it makes me so happy it's like I, this this is whole other world of playing this game yeah. that i love to bits it's it's great i'm it's actually really, cool. really happy with myself how much i remember uh, <laughs> well i was just even thinking like you haven't even sped run in like sped run I haven't speed sped ran? run speed ran <laughs> speed. Well, speed, it's been a while speed, since speed you still retained it. like a good chunk of, or maybe even all of it. Yeah, I I'm really uh, you know uh, hold, holding my loved ones and tight. No memories of that, but I can tell you exactly the optimal <laughs> strat for beating the UFO in Toy Story. So, right. Uh, <laughs> you know, none of those memories—they're all gone. But uh, yeah. the the. The, uh, how do how you make the thirteen darknesses disappear? I got that. That's one of my Just, favorite clips. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> what an unfortunate thing! Like, I was well, you already just got rated, right? I was already behind, and I got I got rated by someone I didn't know, and you know they they were very nice, and I was just like, hey guys, actually, you guys came at a good time. I was trying to cheer myself up because my run was so poor, and I was like. I, I'm gonna do this really cool trick, uh, and basically the idea is the 13 uh, darknesses that you fight in Skalad Kaim, they share a health bar, right? So you can do kind of the Lark scene trick from KH2 when she does her clones and they share a health bar, where you can use an area effect attack, and it damages all of them, and so just boom, it just like annihilates them. And so the strategy is to use it, the arrow spell with the the final evolution of the arrow spell, which is. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And you cast it until you get the grand magic of Zuh. And by the time you do it, if you do it right, they just disappear. Their health bar is just gone. They're dead in, in seconds. Like one arrow, aroga combo, you will kill right. like, the entire boss. Like one, yeah. two, three, four, and then you hit triangle and they're dead. Um, but what I did is I, you know, I you air slide forward to get into position and then you cast it in air. But I fucking flow motioned on one of the yeah. lamp posts, and so it screwed it up, and then they were all out of position. And so I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, you guys ready to see this cool away. magic trick? Are you ready? I'm gonna make the thirteen darknesses disappear." And then I was like, "Oh, I fucked it up! I fucked it up! I fucked it up!" Yeah. It was so embarrassing. Yeah, because it's like the easiest, simplest trick. And they got clipped, and I cherish yeah, it. Yeah, someone clipped it, and it's one of our most popular clips on Twitch.tv slash Super Spaghetti Bros. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Which is having a subathon. Which is having a subathon on, the 13th on Tuesday, the 13th of December. 13, Kingdom Hearts, get it, guys? Mm-hmm. Synergy. Oh. Yeah. The 13th day purpose. of the month. It's pretty We're good. Smart pretty boys. Good. Oh, my God. That's in, <clears throat> that's, in tw- that's in 10 days of this recording. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. You guys um, excited? I'm nervous. I have a lot to do. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I always do this. I always plan these big events and bite off way more than I can chew. And then leading up to them, I'm just stressed and just typing and and creating things and doing all this stuff. They and always turn out really out. great, though. So 
Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, so be sure to check out the boys. Well, we'll let you go then because the last thing you want to be doing is talking endlessly about my ramblings. No, and I got to tell you guys, action. this is the only thing I want to be doing ever, but unfortunately <laughs> I have to make money and live Sleep. my life <laughs> and sleep yeah. yeah and eat and all that stuff but um it's the worst yeah thank, thank you guys you. For, for like taking the time because i know it's what like 2 a.m there now or 2 30 maybe in no, it's only midnight uh, it's only midnight yeah it's 12 30 oh did we i didn't realize we time shift cool yeah we shifted <laughs> uh well it's no, still pretty thank late you guys there, for having so. us on I, I i love you both you're both two two great people that i'm so happy that i've met through this crazy kingdom hearts journey and um it's true we we we're, i i'm a big fan i don't want to speak for jason but i'm a big fan of both <laughs> of what you guys do and um jason told me he doesn't really like demo that much but water you guys are cool. all right <laughs> you guys are <laughs> but no uh i i'm very excited that you guys are doing this podcast because i think you guys have very um very interesting things to say about kingdom hearts that's a little bit different than say what we do or what other people who have podcasts or youtube channels say and do so um i'm, I'm excited as a fan to continue to listen i will not listen to this episode though i hear my own voice enough. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no we appreciate you guys coming on and it's very again we really do enjoy listening to the podcast yeah the feelings mutual <laughs> thank you Thank you guys. As much as we gotta yeah. have, we gotta have you. you two together on ours now. No, you don't uh, want that. No, you don't want that. No, I do. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, what, what's like a fucked up topic we can? Yeah. <laughs> Drama in the yeah, Kingdom Hearts community. With I can't believe <laughs> yeah. you guys made me come on and talk about speed running, and I behaved myself. Like, so I gotta, fi- I gotta That's think true. of something that you guys will hate to talk about when you come on our podcast. You're gonna be like, oh, how am I supposed to do this? Oh, God. Anyway, I'll think of something. <laughs> Speaking of said podcasts, yeah, please check out amongst many, many of these boys' fine podcasts, but at the very least, check out the Anson Report podcast. The What is it? I think it's the longest-running podcast. Kingdom Hearts it podcast. It is, in fact, in Omniverse. factually yeah. correct. It is the longest-running <laughs> Kingdom Hearts podcast. There are no other longer-running ones fact check. in the checks. I would never want to fact-check that. You don't need to, to sure. fact-check, because I've done. Okay, I've done. I won't. I won't <laughs> just, just, okay. just believe us. <laughs> just, just believe him. <laughs> We're definitely not lying. <laughs> but also check out the Twitch channel. Check out the it's YouTube channel. Out of hand. Um, the boys put out awesome content far more regularly than myself and what to do. Yeah. <gasps> not not to speak my, my channel is just dead at this point, I think. No, <laughs> no we're catching up to you, Demo. We're, we're, we, we haven't streamed since October, and it's December right now. So. I haven't streamed since I moved. I was going to do it today, and I might do it maybe a couple of days if I'm not working. But haha, that phone yeah, it keeps the ringing. It. it keeps the ringing. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, boys, thank you guys so thank much. You very much. Thank you very much. <clears throat> thank you. Yes. Check them out. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. That was episode number four of the State of the Heart podcast. Thank you again to the boys. Thank you to Water. And yeah, we'll see you in the next one. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. <laughs>